Ladies, gentlemen, it is Saturday, and we are going to talk some movies, because that's what I called the show. So, with me is Anthony. What's up, Anthony? What's going on? Nothing, man. Nothing but you. Can't complain. It's a beautiful day out. Ready to talk some movies and just bullshit with you, the chat room, and have some fun. All right. We figured, Let's. Uh, everyone can hear us, I hope. We haven't got anyone saying can't hear, can't hear, so should be good. Plus, you know, I have a PC and it works better than Shaheen's piece of shit. Yes. So, <laughs> all right. <laughs> should so, we give it before we start? Should we get a shout out to Frontier for getting the internet working for you? No, I will not <laughs> give a shout out to Frontier. And if you have Frontier, I apologize. Um, it's, uh, I mean, pretty much everyone who had Verizon was sort of forced to go over there. They sold everything but their cell phone service so you were just kind of forced to go over there and you know i mean it was, it's nice going on you know they're they have you know they're they're they got dish network now they got all that shit now so i got one bill but it also took over a week to get my goddamn internet working and i still have no home phone which i'm supposed to be having also jesus <laughs> So, I don't really Fuck care. <laughs> yeah, who cares about the home phone? I mean, I got a cell phone, but, you know. I like my home phone just in case, you know, the fit hits the shan. <laughs> nice. Got to have that phone, you know. Yeah, definitely. So, but uh, we figured we'd talk some Kevin Smith movies. Definitely. Now, we were just looking at them, and both of us kind of said, man, I haven't seen all of these. <laughs> yeah so uh our talk is going to be limited to uh what i like to call the original classics the five uh clerks small rats chasing amy dogma jane silent bob straight back clerks too mm-hmm. but uh kevin smith has uh been quite the versatile director he's made a uh, quite a, a few unique uh film choices over the years yeah and he's done a few documentaries which i just haven't gotten into uh into watching yet but, yeah you know some of them don't look bad, um, and I've heard a few of them. But yeah, I mean, he's some. Of, uh, God, some of those movies are amazing. Yeah, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, Clerks. Yeah. And you know, Chasing Amy. I, I told you I haven't really seen the whole movie all the way through. And here's one movie. I'm gonna shock you right now. Here's one movie that I didn't even know he was a co-producer of. And I just saw this movie a week ago. What's that? Co-executive producer, Goodwill Hunting. Wow. I had never seen this movie until a week ago. Wow, that's... Ow, that's... <laughs> my mind is blown right now. Yeah. Who's involved with... Well, I guess it shouldn't be too surprising because him and Affleck are, like, tight. Yeah, but Affleck and... I mean, they've done movies outside of the Kevin Smith world together. They did School Ties, and I don't think he had a thing to do with School Ties. Yeah. That Brandon Fraser movie where they found out he was Jewish and the whole school went and yeah. kind of went. Yeah, 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 yeah. They were both in that movie, too. Okay, okay real quick, uh, chat room. Let me see. Uh, Bobby Anthony was saying I'm coming through delayed. Well, I can't help that. <laughs> There's nothing I can do about that. Maybe Anthony is delayed. Maybe he's speaking slow. Maybe he's as hungover as I am. By the way, I don't <laughs> recommend the uh, Cinnamon Jose Cuervo, the Singe. 
Oh. Ooh. Over. Yeah. Little rough. Little rough. Little rough. So, yeah. Let's, uh... I wouldn't say do that. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, uh... I'm not gonna, uh... Sign off on that one. Let's see. Let's just... You know what? Let's just go ahead and get into it. Let's go ahead and start off with some clerks. Yeah. I actually was watching that before we went live, just to kind of refresh my memory. But that's one of those movies that, uh... You don't forget. I pretty much, I can pretty much quote it backwards and forwards. Uh, it was released uh, October nineteenth, nineteen ninety four. There's a an extended cut that was one hundred and four minutes. The, the the theatrical version is ninety two minutes. And uh, here's some interesting information on it. On a budget of twenty seven thousand five hundred seventy five dollars, post production it costs about two hundred thirty thousand. This flick made, and I cannot believe this. Three hundred. I'm sorry. Three point two million theatrically, and this was fucking made on a shoestring budget. You know, we were talking about how it was basically filmed in a convenience store, and the only scene outside of that was when they went to the funeral. How insane is that? I, I mean, come on. You could tell when they made that film that it was looking. I mean, and come on, it's not that big of a film, obviously, but the dialogue in it in that film is what makes it amazing to me the dialogue definitely definitely yeah yeah absolutely because you know it's it's just the back and forth between uh what randall and uh the other dude god damn it dante dante thank you is just i mean it is like two friends are just sitting there bullshit that's how you talk to your friends like no and you're like god i hope no one walks in right now (coughs) but yeah I don't know. I, I really think the dialogue in that movie was one of the things that made it the way that... I mean, besides some of the lines, like, you know, the, you know, my girlfriend sucked 37 dicks. In a row? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, Kevin Smith was originally supposed to be that. that he he was going to be that Randall character. Yeah, that, yeah but I, I think it kind of worked out the way, you know, everybody were like, they wound up in the roles that they needed to wind up in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, obviously, I mean, that movie came through great. So, and by the way, the word fuck is said 91 times throughout the film. 91 times. 91 times. Now, Box, uh, you're a little uh, older than me. Uh, when that movie first came out, did you see it in theaters? No, 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 no. I, I, I'm not a big theater guy. Okay. Believe it or not, I don't really like going to the theater. <laughs> I'm a watch it at home when it comes out guy. But no, I did not. And it actually, I don't think I saw this movie until probably 97. Okay. Now, I guess coming up in the 90s, would you say that uh, the movie was reflective of how, you know, like the lingo, how people were talking, how people were dressing? Would you? Did you think it was an accurate portrayal? Yeah, I would say it was. I would definitely say it was. Definitely. Like I said, the it, it was just, I mean, you... you you could almost sit there and imagine yourself bullshitting with your friends the way those two were talking. You know, just yeah. that's pretty much how it works. And, you know, we finally got, you know, we got to see Jason Mewes go out there as Jay. Yes. Fucking love that dude. Yes. Because actually a buddy of mine introduced me to uh, Jay and Silent Bob in high school. That's how I found out about, you know, Clerks movie. So this might have been around... Uh, 2000, 2001. Mm-hmm. And I was just amazed because I think I saw, like, I, I didn't see him in order. I think I might have saw Jay and Silent Bob first. 
And that's what introduced me to him, James Allen Bob Straight Back, I'm talking about. Hmm. And uh, it was weird to me to go back to like the early 90s with clerks and mall rats and the fun. Come to find out, Jason Mewes talked like that the whole time in real life and in film. Because at first I just thought it was an act. I said, that can't be real. <laughs> I, I said, that can't be real. I'm like, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, like Jason Mewes is blacker than most, is, is uh, blacker than most dudes that I know. Yeah. He's a, he's a crazy dude. And obviously he's, you know, he's had a few, uh, some issues with, uh, you know, heroin and stuff, which he's been pretty open about, so. Yeah, but I'm uh, glad he's doing better now. But uh, yeah. definitely, in my opinion, was a big part of making the movies what they were. Oh, hell yeah, it is. Hell yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah he created his own fucking slang, Snoochie Boochies, and the song the song that opens up fucking uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back kills me every time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, oh, the, um, that little rap they do. Yeah. 15 bucks, little man. Put that shit in my hand. <laughs> shit, I've got it right here, but it's 2 minutes and 40 seconds. Fuck it. I don't think the chat line. I wouldn't mind. <laughs> Wait a minute. I can fast forward a little bit. Let me get through the ad first. I can go through because it's, it's from the time when it, his mom drops him off. Okay. <laughs> Bobby Anthem in the chat. He owns the entire Viewerskew collection. Viewerskew, folks, is a. Uh, Kevin Smith's production company. Damn. So yes, Bobby Anthem. Shout out to him. He's a fan, diehard like me. I kind of, I'm proud of the fact that I own all the movies myself. So, me and me and Bobby got that in common. <laughs> here we go. Hold on here. Worst fucking thing that happened. You stand in front of a fucking store, right? Fuck. <laughs> Noise, noise, noise. One, two. One, two, three, four. Noise, noise, noise. Smoking weed, smoking weed. Doing coke, drinking beers. Drinking beers, beers, beers. Rolling baddies, smoking blunts. Who smokes the blunts? Who smoke the blunts? Rolling blunts and smoking. Uh, let me get a nickel back. Fifteen bucks, little man. Put that shit in my hand. If that money doesn't show, then you owe me, owe me, oh. My jungle love, yeah. Oh, we, oh, we, oh. I think I wanna know ya, know ya. Yeah, what? What the hell are you singing? You don't know Jungle Love? That shit is the Mad Notes! Written by God herself and handed down to the greatest band in the world. The motherfucking time! I mean, the yes. said written by God herself. <laughs> That's a little dogma thing right there, if you, if yes. you didn't catch that. Yes, it's obviously definitely. a little dogma. Yeah, and, and that's another point I want to bring up about Kevin Smith. I mean, even though, like, the movies were obviously, they, they have different plot lines, different characters. If you notice, if you're a fan, if you're a true historian of uh, the VSQ universe, the characters cross over. Mm -hmm. And unlike Raw and WWE, there's continuity. And you, you'll have them refer back to other movies and other plot lines. So I always liked how, uh, I liked uh, Kevin Smith's attention to detail. He really does kind of like pay attention to detail and continuity, even from movie to movie, even though they're not, it's not technically one of those series where it's like Lethal Weapon, Lethal Weapon 2. Mm -hmm. And you know, kind of, you know, an another person who, you know, we've talked about who did the same thing, you know, kind of referenced other movies and referenced this and referenced that, John Hughes. 
Yes, yes, yes. You know, I mean, if if you know, you, you can watch Home Alone, and you know, you'll kind of see him. You know, he, he, there's some mentions of uh, you know vacation in there, and you know, you can watch some of the later movies and see, mm. and the characters flow. Yeah, definitely. You know, I mean, John Candy's in almost every John Hughes movie somewhere. Yeah, and so is the uh, you know the redheaded lady from Ferris Bueller. And you know she's in planes, trades, and automobiles as the. Oh yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, the. Uh, she she has like that mousy voice. God damn it! Yeah, hold on, I've got it. Let me find her. Hold on, hell. Maybe I don't. Maybe I lied. I think I just lied. Oh, I can I, I can look sometimes. it up. Give me one second. Now you know what happens. You know. What is her name? You know who I'm talking about. She has the real Minnesota accent. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna look it up now. Cause yeah, I know, he, I know exactly who you're talking about now. Oh, I'm sure you do. Yeah, that's another movie we're gonna review for a later uh, episode. Ferris Bueller. Let's talk about a classic, man. Oh, we're just gonna do a whole. Uh, you, you can't do that without just a whole John Hughes thing. I mean, <laughs> yeah, John Hughes. I mean, you know, I know we're talking about Kevin Smith, but I gotta segue a little bit into John Hughes. You talk about man. Well, it's it's you know, if you watch Kevin Smith's movies, you can't tell me here. Hold on. Very popular, Ed. The sportos, the motor hits, geeks, sluts, bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, dickheads. They all <laughs> adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. Yes, go. yes, Her. I know exactly who that is. <laughs> he's fucking great. Yeah, and she's <laughs> like, uh... And the um, funny thing is, I want to say that was actually uh, Charlie Sheen's film debut. Remember his uh, memorable little scene in Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Yep, as uh, the criminal. Yeah. Amazing how that, you talk yeah, about uh, looking into a crystal ball. Yeah, there was some uh, <laughs> there was some foreshadowing in that. <laughs> that film, fortune telling, if you will. Yeah. Yeah, but damn, man. That, but yeah, I I really think that Kevin Smith kind of took that John Hughes style, and yeah. you know of you know rolling films together, keeping people involved, keeping the yeah. same actors involved. Yeah. And, and oh, I think he rolled uh, over. Oh, to that his woman's film. name uh, is uh, Edie McClurk. Is that her name? Yeah, Edie McClurk. Uh, she was Grace in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah, like I said, she was the uh, rental car lady in yeah. um, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Yeah, she's uh, probably the prolific uh, lady. She's been around a long time. Yeah, and that's an um, that movie right there is probably up there in my one of my favorite movies, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Just such a great made movie. Awesome movie. Awesome, awesome movie. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right. Um, I mean, Clerks, man, what can you say about Clerks? It basically made him, made Kevin Smith who he is, man. Yeah, definitely. And uh, a big influence of his was uh, Spike Lee. And uh, mm -hmm. if you look if you look at uh, Clerks, he basically used like the uh, guerrilla warfare style of filmmaking where you basically, wherever you are, is an opportunity to shoot. And right. if you look at Clerks in terms of the like the way it was filmed, it was also filmed in black and white. It was filmed similar to how uh, Spike Lee did his first flick, uh, She's Gotta Have It. Mm -hmm. Where it's basically like the same core, you know, like the same core group of actors, some of them playing multiple roles. Right. And, uh, yeah. And it's like, it was like, you know, I think Spike Lee did like a few, obviously he had more of a budget to work with, so he had uh, more locations to uh, work with. Uh, but uh, Kevin Smith basically took a page out of his book and basically had like a core group of characters, and wherever he could uh, film at, he filmed. 
Yeah. And, you know, it, 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 and, you know he actually did work at that store for like yeah. 21 nights in a row before the movie was shot just to get a feel for it. So, I mean, Kevin Smith actually worked in that store for a while. So, I don't know, man. I'm not sure if we can really dig into, mall, into uh, Clerks anymore. You want to go ahead and jump into Mall Rats? Sure. Okay. Mall Rats. This is where I think he broadened his horizons a little bit by getting Shannon Doherty, uh, Jason Lee, Joey Lauren Adams, who, by the way, you got to see a little bit of Joey Lauren Adams titty in this movie. Yes. <laughs> you know, and, and, you know, he, he he brought Stan Lee in, which was probably a dream come true for him. Yes, he's a big Stan Lee mark. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I mean, the guy, they own a fucking store in Jersey. I've been there, actually. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And another film for Ben Affleck. And, you know, but uh, this was another one. This movie is fucking awesome, too. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. And, and and the thing of it is, it was like a flop because it was, uh, let me see, it was released October 20th. I wonder if that's going to be a thing with his movies coming out in October. October 20th, 1995. It was made on a budget of $6.1 but only drew $2.1 million at the box office. So this is obviously a flop. And it's one, it's one of those movies that didn't become more it didn't become a hit until it came out on like video and later dvd it's more of a cult classic type of deal hmm man here's something a little trivia the studio almost replaced jason muse with seth green oh fuck the studio kevin fuck smith. hollywood and their politics kevin smith went to bat for him and told him hell no this is jay's role oh man seth green oh my god i, I uh ugh. Oh, man, this movie would not have been as good as it was. And, you know, what a fucking, what a douchebag Ben Affleck played in this movie. Yes. <laughs> and, and, and it came off so perfect. You know, he just came off, what was his name? Shannon. That was his name. Oh, yeah. yeah he gave me ultimate douche. Like, I actually hated Ben Affleck for a minute after I saw this for the first time. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, Shannon Doherty got to be her cunty self. But she was hot as fuck in this movie. I think, see, Joey Lauren Adams to me is so much hotter. I have a little thing for her squeaky little voice. Yeah. <laughs> I got a little thing for her little high-pitched squeaky little voice. I don't know what it is, but Joey Lauren Adams is a hottie. Dude, she was, remember her in, what was it, uh, Biodome. I got a one, I got a movie that's hotter for you, uh. This is a, a a segue for your ass. But uh, remember a movie called The Getaway? Not the original one from the 70s. It was, yeah. it was one in 94 with uh, Kim Basinger and uh, Alec Baldwin. Yeah, I didn't see that. You have to see that movie. I'll check it out. Yeah, she's hot as fuck in that movie. And, uh, yeah, she's a she's a hot chick. I just A lot of people confuse her with uh, Renee Zellweger. So they have similar looks, but Joey's they're, hotter. They both got that little mousy, but Joey Lauren Adams just has that little squeaky voice. That's just so damn. Sad. I mean, remember uh, what else? Uh, what else was she sexy as hell in? Uh, what what movie am I thinking here with Ben Affleck? Um, uh, Dazed and Confused. Oh yes, yes, I was looking at that right now. That's another. That's one that a lot of people were surprised that Kevin Smith didn't put out, didn't have anything to do with, because it was kind of his people. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. But yeah, Mallrats was just a fucking fun movie, man. Just a crazy movie with a damn good storyline. Yeah. 
I thought. Yeah, and, and once again, it's like one of those movies where I, I like those kind of like uh, it wasn't like I said, obviously wasn't big on production values, but I like those movies with the good dialogue and it's like it's almost like a stream of conscious thought type of movie. I think that's why I, I like a lot of these movies. The dialogue in it is so fast and um, like natural. Yes. You know, it's almost, it, it's not like they're acting. It's like they're just sitting there bullshitting with each other. Yes, definitely, definitely. So, I don't know. Yeah, Mallrats was great. Another good one. But, you know, it. I really think he kind of, like I said, broadened his horizons, got a few bigger actors, didn't just use his little, you know, little, you know, rat pack, if you will. And, uh, you know, got some bigger actors. Got, you know, like I said, yeah. Shannon Doherty and... Yeah. Like I said, she got to play her cunty self. I'm sure that made her happy. Yeah. And uh, here's another random factoid. Here's another reason to fucking love Kevin Smith. I don't know if you knew this, Box. Mm-hmm. But he actually dated uh, Joey Lauren Adams for a minute. Uh, longer than a minute. Like, years. They were. Uh, I think they were together a long time. Like, together, off, back and forth. But yeah, they are... Long time. Lucky man. Lucky man. Yes, very lucky. Very lucky. So, yes. Yeah, Mallrats was it. And yeah, like I said, I'm sure him working with Stan Lee was probably a fucking, you know, little dream come true for him. <laughs> now, with, with Mallrats, uh, I wasn't really a big fan of this because it kind of like was gross. But I, then again, I, I have a, I have a, a affinity for gross out humor. Remember the deal with the, uh, the uh, running joke with the uh, chocolate covered pretzels? The stink palm. Yeah, the yeah. stink palm, yeah. yeah. What, did you, what did you think of that one? <laughs> that was hilarious. Uh, he he made that movie, Brody, or uh, was Jason Lee. Yeah. I think he made that movie. I really do. Yeah. He's fucking, uh, you know, a lot of people, like, I guess a lot of fans, probably he's more familiar for uh, My Name is Earl, but he's very underrated as an actor, in my opinion. I wish he actually got the chance to really do more. I mean, I don't know how old he is. He still should be a relatively young guy. But uh, I hope he kind of does more because he's very underrated in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, he should do a lot more, and he's good. I mean, especially you know, you go into you know, go, go to Dogma. Um, you know, he was great in that movie. But he's done some like like you said, he was in My Name and Earl, and he's done some other stuff, man. But he's definitely he's definitely another good one, another good actor though. So yes, I don't know. I guess we can go ahead and um. Listen, uh, see, like I had said, I haven't seen all of Chasing Amy, like, all the way through. I've seen pieces of it, but I've never sat down and watched the whole thing. But you're welcome to talk about it. Uh, yeah, um, I haven't seen it in a while, but this was probably Kevin Smith's most critically acclaimed movie. Like, in terms of critics, like, uh, all of the critics loved it. I mean, it was made on a budget of uh, $250,000. And it grossed twelve million twenty one thousand two hundred and seventy two in the theaters. Wow, that's a big film, man. Yeah, so uh, yeah, man, this was one of those movies where it explores like, uh, excuse me, it revolves around sexuality, sexual history, and just like evolving friendships. Uh, Joey Lauren Adams was in this movie, and I want to say I think she was a lesbian in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, Brody, once again, Brody Lee, Jason Lee was in it. And um, who else was in it? Uh, ben Affleck. Yep. They were, uh, I want to say they were directors or produ- they were working on a movie or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Dante is in it. 
Matt Damon's in it for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Scott Mosier, the guy he, you know, does his uh, podcast with right now. Yeah. Is in it, so. Yeah. And, and ben ben no I- less of an authority on movies and what makes a good movie. Roger Ebert. This is a direct quote. Roger Ebert of the Chicago Sun-Times said, While the surface of his film sparkles with sharp, ironic dialogue, deeper issues are forming, and Chasing Amy develops into a film of touching insights, most romantic comedies place phony obstacles in the way of true love, but Smith knows that at some level, there's nothing funny about being in love. It's a dead, serious business in which your entire being is at risk. Ebert believed the film was an improvement over Smith's previous effort, Mallrats, and he added that Adams was a discovery. So, I mean, yeah. If Roger Ebert puts your shit over that strong, then you got yeah. something special. Yeah, even Casey Affleck was in this movie. Wow. Yeah, his brother, Ben Affleck's brother. Now, now here's the, now, I, you know, I'm looking through uh, the Wikipedia on this, and, uh, See what you think about this. This is a gender. This is a. The movie was criticized by uh, gender studies. Um, academic critics have criticized the movie for its stereotypical portrayal of lesbians and its limited view on sexuality. For instance, while individual lesbian characters may now have some range and depth and narrative engagement, lesbian culture is still depicted, if depicted at all, in the narrowest and most stereotypical of ways. It's a fucking movie. So, so apparently it pissed off some people in the gay community. Oh, it's a fucking <laughs> movie. Go screw. Go watch something else. God damn it. Go watch Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. You seen that movie? What's that? Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Uh, I've heard of it, but no. Is it yeah. good? Do you recommend uh, it? A little weird. A little weird. Kind of a weird movie. Probably not one you'd enjoy. Wow. But it's kind of funny. It It, it is funny. Um, all right. I've had enough of chasing Amy. Let's go to Dogma. Dogma. This may, Dogma might be one of my favorite Kevin Smith films. Maybe it's because Selma Hayek was dancing around in a schoolgirl outfit. Possibly that's one of my favorite scenes. That makes it one of June's favorite movies, if he's ever seen it. <laughs> she was definitely... God, she is a sexy woman, man. But yeah, in that movie, she was great. Um, Chris Rock was in this movie, people forget. Chris His Rock. debut in the uh, View Askew universe. Yeah, Chris Rock fell out of the sky. Yes. Yep, yeah, Chris Rock. Um, who was the girl in this movie uh, again Affleck, Matt Damon they were sadistic in this goddamn movie yes they were just in- incredibly sadistic in this movie but yeah another one of his I I think this might have been and this movie got a lot of shit yes definitely um, I mean anytime you bring religion into the issues oh yes yeah and you know he wasn't making fun of it he might have been making a little bit of you know trying to make it a little lighter of a subject than it was but he wasn't making fun of it at all but i mean you know he had a uh, linda florentino played bethany who she hasn't done that many movies um but you know the movies she's in are usually really good but you know another one uh jason lee was in this and he was a, he, another movie he was amazing in <laughs> And uh, apparently he was getting death threats over this movie. Yeah. Yeah, apparently. Which, come on. Really? 
over a movie again. It's a fucking movie, people. Lighten the fuck up. Seriously, lighten up. It's just a movie. He wasn't sitting there. I mean, he he wasn't in church, making you know, trying to do this movie. He was just making jokes, people. Yeah, but Kevin Smith once again he got the last laugh at the box office. Ten million to make it, and he made thirty point six million. So choke on that Catholic Church. Yeah, you can see the uh, prices of movies are going up slowly. So, and we just as we talked about though, he had Alanis Morissette play God in this movie, which was a ballsy move by him. Yeah, but as we heard in you know, Clerks. Not clerks. Jay and Silent Bob strike back. He said she. So he had yeah. to put a girl in. A woman. Yeah. And I don't know. I thought she did a great little job there at the end. Definitely. And uh, let me see. We'd be remiss if we didn't bring up uh, George Carlin was in this film. He played yes. uh He was a cardinal. Remember the cardinal? Yes, he was. <laughs> yes, he was. Catholicism. Wow. <laughs> Shit. Oh, I love that movie. This was a great movie, man. Yeah. Fuck, and the great, you know, we, we recently lost him, Alan Rickman. Yeah. Fame, like, man. Yep, yep. He was in this, and he was, uh, he was the voice of God. Yes. And, uh, I will say this Kevin Smith, much like Dixie Carter, is loyal to a fault because one theme you're going to notice as we go through his, uh, movies, at least the ones we've seen, is he basically tends to use the same core group of people. I mean, you'll see, obviously, new characters added here and there, but he sticks to his uh, formula of he works with people that he knows, that he trusts, that can get the job done. Again, it's that John Hughes style, and you know who else does that? Tarantino. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Tarantino does it, and Scorsese does it, too. Oh, yes, man. We got to do a Scorsese day. (laughs) Scorsese loves using De Niro. He loves using, you know, all those guys, you know, and Pacino, all three of those guys he loves using. Tarantino loves using some of the same guys in his movie. Him, for one. You know, but he he, he has a lot of the same people in, in his movies, too. So, you know, good for them. But I, I really think it has to do with some of that, you know, John Hughes stuff, because... He, I, he, I think he might have been the first one to really put that through, that he used the same actors in the same movies. Not always the same character, but always found characters they could play well to fit in the movie, you know? Yeah, yeah I mean, basically, he took he took a page, like you said, out of John Hughes' book. Uh, Spike Lee did the same thing, like, in his earlier films. I mean, Ozzy, I think for the first four or five movies he did, Ozzy Davis and Ruby D had a guaranteed role. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I mean, and uh, you know, Eddie Murphy used to do the same thing. Actually, in his little, you know, in in whatever human movie he made, you would see Arsenio Hall. Yeah, you know, let's face it, Arsenio couldn't get a job anywhere else, but, <laughs> but uh, you know, Harlem Nights, Coming to America, both him and our pretty much him and Arsenio. Yeah. So you know, hey. Hey, let's face it. If Hogan was making movies, Bruce the Barber Beefcake would be in every one of them. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know he would. Yeah, yeah. And Brooke <laughs> Brutus Beefcake, Earthquake. Yep, and Brooke would have a singing part in every one of his fucking movies. She'd do the fucking soundtrack. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't even want to bring that up because I might give him an idea. <laughs> no idea for you, Hulk. 
Yeah, but dogma, like I said, it touched on a lot of uh, interesting and controversial subjects. But I don't know, man. Like you said, at the end of the day, it's a fucking movie. It's not. It's not. Look, if if you're living and dying your life by uh, the plot line of a movie, then you need to get a life. You need to get out more. You need to associate with people and talk to somebody because it's it's not that it's not meant to be taken that serious. No, it's not. Let's see if there's any other. Uh, let's see if there's any. Did you know? This I actually knew. For this movie, this was kind of Jason Mew's, all right, I'm going to give you another shot, Kevin Smith. Jason Mew's not only remembered his lines before the rehearsals of the movie, he remembered everybody's lines for the movie. He remembered the whole movie, every line of the movie. It was said that he didn't want to anger Alan Rickman, and... um, Kevin Smith took him aside and said he needed to be on his best behavior and bring his A-game. So he remembered not only his line, but every single goddamn line in the movie. Yeah, Everybody's. That's, that's fucking song. great. <laughs> that's, that's hard to do, man. Yeah, because I know, like, I guess we'll get to it later on, but I want to say it's probably after Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, they had, like, a falling out. For a little while, for a couple years? Wasn't as much of a falling out as he didn't want to work with Jason Mewes while Jason Mewes was doing on heroin as bad as he... I mean, he was on Opie and Anthony, Jason Mewes, talking about how his needle broke one time when he was going to shoot up. And the only way he could get... get You know, it, it was, he said he just shot it right up his asshole. That's an That's the right other, there. He said you just take the syringe, put it up there, and lie down and do what you got to do. That's fucking... That's hooked on drugs, bro. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's hooked on drugs, dude. And yeah. Kevin Smith just did not want to work with him while he was like that. Yeah. You know, he had helped him out a couple of times, so... You know. Uh, looks like Kevin Smith had pursued Robert Rodriguez to direct this film. That would have been... Yeah. Insane. Wow. Uh, Rodriguez enjoyed the script, but uh, didn't really want to get uh, didn't really want to get involved, and insisted that Smith direct. Said this was his film. So, yeah. and Alanis Morissette was actually set to play Bethany, who was the main character of the woman in the movie, but was unable to because of her tour at the time. Yeah, uh, Bethany was played by uh, Linda Florentino. Florentino, yeah, she really like I said, she hadn't done that many movies, but. Yeah, I think she. I would say she's done less than thirty movies. I think. Yeah, and it's actually pretty. Like when you look back on it, it's, it's amazing the amount of people that uh, he actually got to work with that went on to bigger and better things. According to Kevin Smith, his first choice for the role of Bethany was Gillian Anderson from X Files. Now that would have been mm, that would have been an interesting take. That would have been very weird. Hold on here. What's up, Logan? Please. Talk to you soon, buddy. Because I'm doing something. Do you know anything about Kevin Smith movies? All right, then. (laughs) (laughs) He looked at me like, who the hell is Kevin Smith? (laughs) All right. Yeah, I had to kick my son off the computer. He's been watching Minecraft YouTube videos all morning. It's all good. Uh, now, I guess while we're still on the vein, on, in the same vein of dogma, what did you think about uh, the shit monster? 
That was one of the nastiest things I've ever seen in a movie in my life. Yet, it was hilarious. Yeah. I mean, I actually have it, but I haven't watched it in so long. But I remember being like, it's hard to gross me out. But, you know, just the idea of a man in a giant shit costume with eyes just was like... <laughs> and the, you know, the toilet overflowed and the just, oh, it was horrible. But one of the funniest parts in that movie is the... When Kevin Smith is trying to get Selma Hayek to come over to her, and they're doing yeah. the money fight by fanning money out, yeah, with the other guys, yeah. God damn, there's some memorable parts in this movie. Yes. Oh, what a great movie, man! Definitely, what a definitely. Great movie. Oh, so like I also like the fact that uh, Jay and Silent Bob, his uh, store is called Secret Stash. That's fucking great. Yeah. Yeah, and you get to, uh, this is where movies starts coming out, because, uh, you know, we get to finally see movies and, uh, the cow, because yeah. that has a lot to do with, uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, and I think it has a lot to do with Clerks 2, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because, uh, uh, once again, continuity, uh, because, uh, Clerks, I think, uh, at the beginning of the Clerks, we'll get to it, but... In the beginning of the movie, the uh, store burns down or something like that, which facilitates them needing to work at Moby's, which had been established in, like you said, had been established in Dogma. Yeah, yeah, and uh, fucking Matt Damon walking into the Moby's place and just, just killing everybody. He's so smooth in this movie. Yeah, fucking Jason Bourne himself. He Maybe this is where he got the idea to say, "Ah, fuck, I can be, I can be Jason Bourne." <laughs> He's a great Jason Bourne too, man. He's pretty badass. I don't. I haven't seen the new one with uh, the new guy playing him, playing Bourne, but I don't think he can be as good. Yeah. All right. What else here? Anything else about Dogma? I didn't see anything else that was really that interesting. No, I think we kind of hit all of the high points. Yeah, definitely. Definitely did so. Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back? Yes. <laughs> oh. Toward the Force. Yes. This I mean, movie. and this isn't hype. I mean, you know, a lot of people, you know, some things are overhyped. But to me, this is a movie that to this very day is one of the funny. You know, it's not, it's, you didn't have to see all of the other movies, even though it helps in terms of, like, understanding the characters and things like that. But this is a standalone movie. You can see this movie by itself, not knowing any of the history, and still laugh your fucking ass off. Yeah, plus he reminds you of some of the history. You got Brody back in this movie. You know, Ben Affleck, of course, is in this movie. Even Will Ferrell is in this movie. Oh, fucking Judd Nelson is in this goddamn movie. Motherfucking Judd Nelson. Love Judd. Anybody that can employ Judd Nelson is okay with me. Dude, I'm, I'm, I told you, man. He's underrated to me. Judd Nelson is an underrated actor. He should be in more fucking movies. Definitely, definitely. He should be. Carlin's in this one again also. Um, even, <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> he even had Carrie Fisher and uh, uh, Mark. Um, God damn it! Uh, Mark had, Hamill. Mark Hamill. He had the original. Well, yeah, Luke and Leia in this movie. You know, just to make this was his. I really think this was just kind of. We just need to have fun. Yes. They just wanted to make a stupid fun movie, and they did. And it made money. Made on a budget of twenty-two million. It grossed $33.8 million. I mean, That's not amazing, but it made money. That's all that matters. 
Yeah, it, hey, look, it made a profit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I mean, that's just the box office budget. I'm pretty sure, like, DVD sales and fucking TV right sales, it made money. It made more money than that over time. And, we, and Shannon Elizabeth was in it. Uh, Eliza oh, yes. Dushku. God damn, was she hot in this fucking movie. Oh, oh yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. And uh, you also saw Kevin Smith's wife, Jennifer Smith, in this movie. Yeah. Yep, she was in it. And Allie Larder, she's a hottie. She played the little blonde. Yeah, yeah Shannon Elizabeth was in this. Fucking uh, Wes Craven. Yeah, he had a part. He had a part. Uh, Jamie Kennedy was in this. Yeah. Uh, Shannon Doherty, of course, has to get in this, and she played herself because, you know, yeah. that's what she does. Uh, Chris Rock was in it. Uh, yeah. Jason Biggs of uh, American Pie fame. Sean William Scott, also from American Pie. And Baby Silent Bob was actually Kevin Smith's daughter, Harley. Harley yeah. Quinn Smith. Yeah. Tracy Smith had a cameo on this. He was uh, one of the drug dealers. Mm-hmm. Tracy, uh, Tracy Morgan, yeah. I'm sorry, Tracy Morgan. Yeah, yes, he Tracy was. Smith. I remember that whole scene when they were showing each other their union cards. It's fucking great. <laughs> Tracy Morgan is awesome. I'm glad to hear he's back. Uh, he's back, back up and running around and getting shit done, man. Yeah, it was pretty fucked up there for a while. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, yeah, fucking um, remember you know Diederik Bot uh, Botter. From a Drew Carey show, he was uh, Oswell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in this. Yeah, he yeah. was fucking great as a security guard. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah, he's this. He's he's funny as hell, actually. Yeah, he's actually been, he's actually been in more things than people realize. He was in Drew Carey. He was in uh, Beverly Hillbillies. Remember that? Yep, yep. And I believe I, I, didn't Morris Day have a Morris? Yeah, Morris Day was at the end of this movie. That's right. Yeah, had a performance. Yeah, it was great. Yep. Yeah, that guy. Was that him in that movie? Uh, no, that wasn't him. All right. All right here. Yeah. Man, the, 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 and the, this was just, I don't know, man. This just looked like they were trying to have fun, get a bunch, as many people as they could in a movie. Yeah. And just, I don't know. It was It was a mindless kind of movie, but yeah, like I said, the girls in that movie were. Oh, yeah. But, so yeah. Hot. Shannon Elizabeth was just, she was huge at that time, just coming off American Pie movies. Yeah. And at that time, it was it 2001? Dude, she was playing poker. Oh, yeah, definitely. And the poker boom was, 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 was happening. And she's good, man. She's really good. She almost won a, a heads-up tournament that I watched. Yeah. And uh, two, two scenes I actually remember from this movie, just specifically... Uh, George Carlin is the hitchhiker. The law of the road. <laughs> and he gives the he gives the truck driver a fucking blowjob and as he's pulling off he I don't know that was, God, you talk about somebody that I really miss. I wish was still here. Fucking George Carlin, man. Dude, I can name so many comedians I wish were still here. Carlin, Kinnison, Candy. Oh. I mean, we're just talking about John Candy. I wish the yeah. guy he was still around. But we still got Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah, yeah he's making a comeback. <laughs> he's making a big comeback. Uh, he's I'll got see. a couple TV shows. He's, I think he's in Vegas, too, doing a show. So he's making a nice little comeback for himself. Yeah. Now, 
Now, what did you think of the uh, Scooby-Doo uh, riff they did? Did you enjoy that scene? I thought it was hilarious, personally. The what? The Scooby-Doo riff. That was fine. That was fine. I thought it was fucking great. I did, too. Especially when you're, uh, let's just say, under the influence is actually funnier. <laughs> yeah, this whole movie was just, I, I don't know. The, again, they were just trying to bullshit around, have a fucking good time. And, I mean, like I said, look who they got in this movie. Fucking Judd Nelson. Chris Rock was in again in this movie. Wes Craven. Yeah. I mean, you know, they just they just got as many people as they could. And, I don't yeah. know, I really, I actually enjoyed this. Will Ferrell was hilarious in this fucking movie. Yeah, definitely, and and once again, he's another guy. I mean, obviously he as he went on a bigger and better things post this movie, but he was actually on the rise at this point. Saturday Night Live was blowing up for him, so yeah, just to get uh, this level of talent for one movie. I mean, even if it was only for like a a five second appearance, just the fact that they were in this movie that's a feather in Kevin Smith's cap. Yeah, I know, I agree. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it, it's it's. Like I said, just another fucking good movie. I don't know, man. A, a lot of Kevin Smith movies, you can't go into thinking, okay, this is going to be a serious film. I need to get ready to watch it. No. You want to get ready to watch it? Smoke a joint. Yep. Grab some popcorn. Yeah, smoke yeah, a joint. Yeah, definitely. And uh, Kevin Smith, his big thing is, once again, I appreciate dialogue, man. That fucking uh, dialogue. That's even though, like I said, a lot of these movies, like I said, they're not, with the exception of Dolman chasing Amy, they're not really about leaving you with a message and uh, teaching you something. They just make you laugh, but the dialogue is on point every time. You just feel like you're watching people have real, genuine conversation and interaction with each other, and it's like, man, this is what this shit is about. Like, and, and, and a camera just happens to be there filming it all. Yeah, it just looks like again, just having a good time, getting, getting, you know, trying to. Hopefully, it'll make money, but let's just have fun doing it. I mean, come on, they reenacted scenes from The Matrix. They reenacted scenes from, you know, Star Wars and all those movies. It was just a BS comedy movie. If you, yes. if you can't see it that way, you probably shouldn't be watching movies like this. And we also learned that fast food makes hot girls fart. <laughs> yes. And yes, that was great. And we even got a quick, uh, a quick um, from uh, Stifler in this movie. Quick little uh, cameo. Oh yes, that he was, was the creepy guy that uh, Jay threw out of the van because he wanted. He was to a sheep fucker. Fuck a sheep. Yo, this guy said he would fuck a sheep. He ain't one of us. Oh, where's oh, God? I wish I could. Where's that that song he sang was fucking creepy as hell. Oh yes. <laughs> oh, hold on here. Creepy as ever. Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back song. Let's see if I can actually find the creepy song. Probably not. Uh, let me see here. Let me see if I can find it. I know exactly what you're talking about. I know. I'm trying to. I should. I. I know the guy's name is Sean Scott or something like that, but Sean William Scott. Sean William Scott. There you go. There Sean with two ends, by the way. There it is, right there. Tell me I can get just the song. Tell me I can get up. Oh. Here we go, Noble Rabbit. Hey, Mister Science Guy, don't spray that aerosol in my eye. Fry, don't fry. I don't really want to die. 
I'm a noble rabbit. Oh, shit. Ugh, you get douche chills even listening to that song. Yes. Yes. I'm a noble rabbit. Yeah, they were just... I mean, clearly they were just using them, but my God. If he got a stitch of ass off of that... Off of that song, I will be amazed. Oh. I want to meet the woman. Trust me, <laughs> said, that's so hot. Trust me, the uh, the American Pie movies got him enough ass for him for anything. Oh, that's right, John Stewart was in this movie. Oh shit! Yeah, damn. I forgot. I, I like John Stewart, man. He was in. I mean, come on, he was in Half Baked, Big Daddy. He was good in Big Daddy. It's John's story is like, you know, he can do no wrong in my eyes. I don't know. He was hilarious and half-baked. Did you ever see a dollar bill, man? Did you ever see it on weed? <laughs> Everything was on weed? Yes. So, all right. What else you got for Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, or did we beat that one to death? We beat it to death, but uh, good times. Good so we're going to do one, one more, right? What's that? Oh, we're we're only doing one more, I think. Uh, well, I guess. Uh, did you ever watch the uh, cartoon version of uh, Clerks, the MA series? I never did. Oh man, that show was fucking great. I mean, they put. A, I have a DVD of it. They put it out. Uh, it was broadcast in two thousand, and it was based on like the uh, nineteen ninety four movie of the same name. It was developed for television by Kevin Smith and his producing partner Scott Mosier and a uh, former Seinfeld writer David Mandel. Oh. Yeah, so yeah, no, so obviously this had this has some uh, power, some heavy hitters behind it. I'm looking through some of his, some of Kevin Smith's stuff, and there's a lot of stuff I haven't seen. I mean, after Clerks Two, it was like, you know, I mean, he did a, a, a Degrassi because he's a huge fan of that movie, of that TV show. I mean, so he did a couple of D- Degrassi's things. Uh, he did some documentaries. He did a movie called Fanboys. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. He's done some stuff for the Big Bang Theory, which doesn't surprise me at all. And he's got four movies supposed to be coming out this... I'm sorry, one, two, three, four, five movies coming out this year. One called Moose Jaws. Mallrats, a new Mallrats supposed to be coming out this year. Shooting Clerks. Hollyweed, which is a TV movie, and a Clerks Three is supposed to be coming out in 2018. Definitely. Damn. And they did a Scooby-Doo and Kiss rock and roll mystery. Wow. Yeah, I haven't seen a lot of these. Yeah, he's done. A, he's done a lot, man. But um, I guess real quick, the only thing I'll say is about a uh, Clerks the animated series. I would definitely recommend you looking that up. It's actually very underrated, but it's one of those it's one of those situations where if it had a, if it had a landed on like a Comedy Central and was kind of like producing the same vein of uh, South Park or like even Camp WWE now, mm-hmm. I think it would have found success. But it was one of those shows, in my opinion, that was ahead of its time, and it was on ABC. And when you're on ABC over the air television, it's kind of hard to get away with certain things and. Obviously, people that followed Clerks, it had a theme of, you know, what was the running joke? The word fuck was uttered like uh, 90-something times. Yeah. 
you're not doing that on ABC. So it kind of took away some of the luster and like Kevin Smith, like it basically got canceled after like three or four episodes because it was too much arguing back and forth. He wanted to protect the integrity of what people expected of the show, but it, it wasn't going to work on ABC because ABC was in it for the cash grab, but they were diluting what made it special to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. But, um, I don't know. Clerks 2. What did you think about this one? Uh, I enjoyed it for what it was. I mean, I, you know, it was different. I did like it, I'm, so I'm not going to bury it at all. But it it, 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 it kind of lacked some, it lacked some of the magic. Because obviously it was a bigger budget. It was in color. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Part of the charm of the uh, original Clerks, in my opinion, was it, it felt more authentic. It felt real. I mean, with Clerks 2, like I said, as much as I enjoyed it, it kind of, it almost was almost like a sellout deal because it was in color. It was a big budget movie. It was like, yeah, I would have almost preferred it if he had done it in the vein of the original one. Even though, like I said, I think that came out in what two thousand six. Uh yeah, two thousand. Even though, like I said, you got to move with the times, change with the times. Right. I just wish he kind of had it made it in the same vein as the original one, black and white. Bring back more of the like the uh, original crew from that movie. Well, I mean, a lot of people were still in. I mean, just you know, you still had you know Dante and Randall and Jay yeah. and Sal and Bob and <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> and um, you know Ben Affleck had a little part, of course, and his wife Jennifer Smith, and you know a lot of the same people. But uh, at least we thirty-seven Dicks girls should have been in this. <laughs> well, we got to see Rosario Dawson in this one. Thank God, because she is a wonderful-looking woman. Yes. Now, uh, she's a good actress, and I actually believe she could fall for a guy like Dante in the movie because she made it believable. But do you think do you think that kind of that part of the movie was uh, believable that she was like head over heels over Dante? <laughs> I mean, the whole movie was again, and you kind of said it. It was you know not not the same. You know, I wasn't expecting the same movie, but I also wasn't expecting what I got. You know, but still a good movie. I, I, I will say, I mean, yeah, for me, I, I don't know about it. you, but Randall was the star of this movie. He had a lot of great lines in this movie. Oh, Randall was the star of Clerks, of both Clerks. Yeah. Randall is the star of both movies to me. He is the funniest fucker in the world. <laughs> he was bringing Porch Monkeys back in this movie. I'm taking it back. <laughs> Porch Monkeys for life. <laughs> Fucking crazy-ass movie, man. Yes crazy ass movie but th- it, it's actually been a while since I've seen this one I've seen the original Clerks uh, like recently but haven't really seen this one in a long time but man it's I, I did like it as far as her actually being Gaga over him man you never know what girls fall in love with guys for come on yes man I know you haven't I haven't seen it in a while in myself a while myself but uh what did you do you remember the musical number they did to the uh, Michael to the, uh, Jackson Five song, I do and I don't. Uh, no, I don't actually. See if I can find it. Clerks two music. Let's see what happens when I pull that up. Or if you type in Clerks two Jackson Five, Clerks two, they have a, they have a music video for Soul Asylum. Wow. <laughs> Misery. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> yeah, 
Here we go. Yeah, Clerks 2, Jackson 5. There it is. I forgot. That was that was the song. It was ABC. Now I remember it. Just took me a minute. See, that's all I had to do. Yeah. I do remember Jay dancing around with pigtails. Yeah. <laughs> I remember fucking... Uh, Wanda Sykes had a fucking hilarious scene in this movie. Oh, she's funny in any movie. She it, it, Even when she does voices, she's funny. Yeah. See if she we can pull that clip. <laughs> See if we can pull that clip up. That was hilarious. Go ahead. Well, can you play uh, it? Can people hear it? I'm trying to see. I'm trying to see if I can find it real quick. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I don't know if you got your set to do that or not. Mine is. Let me experiment. Let me see. Here, go ahead. Give me one sec. I'm waiting for this ad to go off. Let me know if you guys can hear it. Nah, it sounds like it's through your speakers, not through your actual computer. Sykes. Oh, you guys heard that clear? Clear enough. Uh, the uh, the guy that uh, was arguing with Wanda Sykes was uh, Earthquake the Comedian. I don't know if you're familiar with him, Box. Uh, yeah. yeah he's, he's hilarious. <laughs> oh, you can't, man. baby, you can't taste racism. That was a great line. <laughs> that, is a, that is the best line. You can't taste racism. Oh, fuck yeah. So let's see. I think that's about I don't know, man. I mean, Clerks 2, like I said, it's been a while since I've seen it, and um, I haven't had internet in almost a week, so, you know, this just came back on Thursday night, so I didn't have time to really watch anything. Yeah. Don't worry, I mean, I guess uh, down the road we can revisit the uh, Kevin Smith deal and uh, see some of these movies. Like, I saw Cop Out. I tried to sit through Jersey Girl. I, you know, I don't know if anybody in the chat saw that. I mean... And I, I can appreciate trying to go a different route with your movies, especially as you get older. But <laughs> once you've kind of been established for like a certain genre of movie, it's kind of like, I guess it's kind of like the Adam Sandler effect. I'm, a, I'm I criticize Adam Sandler because I think that he shouldn't be trying to play movies in his mid 40s that he did in, the, in his 20s when he was actually still funny with that role. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, when I watch a Kevin Smith movie, I have a certain expectation of what I want to see. Yeah, it looks like uh, Matt Damon was actually supposed to play a role in that movie, but couldn't because of filming The Good Shepherd. So Jason Lee took over for that day, 
and took off from his show at that time, which was My Name is Earl. Yeah. Let's see, any other weird things that we didn't know? The Quick Stop is an actual fun- functioning convenience store and was burned down with special effects only. The shop does remain in Leonardo, New Jersey, four miles from the Atlantic Ocean, off of Route 36. So the store is still there. And uh, another uh, fun fact, uh, the movie's restaurant with a shutdown Burger King. Yeah. Let's see, the letters in the Clerks 2 logo all came from various fast food logos products from the C the C is from Carl's Jr. the L is from McDonald's large fries the E is from Burger King's Whopper and the R is from the Burger King K and another K is from KFC wait a minute E from Burger King's Whopper R from Burger King K from KFC and the S is from Popeye so he just jammed it all together nice and uh Movie did well at the box office. It was all, actually this is actually surprising. It was made on a budget of five million and grossed twenty seven million. Damn, he's had some good, damn good things, man. Yeah. So had Rosario Dawson turned down the role of Becky, Kevin Smith's wife was set to play that part. So, wow. either way, that movie was getting made. Yeah, and uh, once again, uh, I love some of the uh, taglines he uh, had uh, for his movies. Like for the original Clerks, they had like a bunch of taglines, but the one I remember the most is, just because they serve you doesn't mean they like you. Yeah. And then one of the taglines for Clerks 2 was, leading the war against counter-terrorism. Yeah, and you know, now that I'm looking at the goddamn Clerks logo, I can see all the fast food things in it. Yeah, (laughs) that's one of those. That's one of those meta things he was going for, I think. (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, and um, yeah, definitely need to watch that movie again. I think I should watch this one again. Maybe I'll turn it on tonight. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, you can never go wrong with a Kevin Smith movie. So all of the movies we talked about: Clerks, Mallrats, Chasing Amy, Dogma, Jane, Silent Bob, Straight Back, Clerks, the animated series, and Clerks Two. Are all highly recommended flicks, man. You got to see these movies. Mm-hmm. Definitely, I completely agree. Is he in Live? Is Kevin Smith have a little part in Live Free or Die Hard? I think he does. Believe it or not, as Frederick Warlock Claudius, he is. He is. I haven't seen that movie in a while, but yes, I do remember him having like a small little pop up role. Well, good for him. He even did a little cameo in the Mindy Project. Wow. Yes, I believe my fiancé told me about that. Or made you me... Know, it's made weird. Me Kevin Smith is one of those guys that he's been around a lot. He's done a lot that you, you know, it's like once you do the research, it's like, man, he was in that. He did this. And he actually has a, his own podcast. Yep. It's called the Smodcast. Because it's him and Scott Mosier. So, yeah, yeah, he's had that podcast for a very long time. So, yeah, he's definitely, let's see, Kevin Smith. And, you know, the good thing about him, he's, he was born in New Jersey. He's still in New Jersey. You know, he hasn't left. He's still there. He, you know, he has a store there, like I said. I'm pretty sure they still have it. So, you know, good for him for not, you know, getting a big head and, you know, moving to Hollywood and shit. 
yeah, Hollywood not ready for. I mean, yeah, for the most part, he hasn't uh, sold out too much. You know, he's pretty much kept it uh, even keel and stayed true to his roots. Yeah, they said he, uh, let's see, Systematic said he is in that uh, Live Free and Die Hard. He plays the basement-dwelling virgin guy, the command center guy. <laughs> I gotta watch those. I haven't. I I haven't seen the last two diehards. Yeah, I need to watch them. I have them. I just haven't seen them. I just have not seen them. Yes. All right. Anyway, what do you think, Anthony? What do you want? What do you want to do? Uh, I don't know, man. Like we covered, we covered all of the main uh fucking uh, Kevin Smith movies that we uh all both saw, and that like his more famous ones. Uh, let me see here. What can we uh, get into real quick? Uh, I guess if anybody wants to call in, bullshit with us, or Skype in. Yeah, if you want, real quick, THT Podcast for Skype and 469-206-4466 for the phone number if you want to call in. Talk whatever. Just talk some movies. I was watching Glen Gary, Glenn Ross last night. Yeah, so you've been on that kick. How was it? Did you enjoy going down memory lane with that one? That was great. That's still a great movie. Yes, look, it's it's definitely not a quick moving movie. It's a little slow at parts. It's not the you know, but again, the dialogue in that movie is amazing. You know, we've been talking about Kevin Smith and his dialogue. That movie is another one that has great dialogue. Didn't have that many different places it was mostly shot in an office and in a restaurant across the street two other little cut scenes from different places but nothing big so i mean it's just another movie and god damn that fucking alec baldwin just comes in there and takes the fucking movie right over yes definitely he just comes in takes the goddamn movie over and it's like holy fuck alec baldwin where did he come from and then he leaves he's gone the rest of the movie (laughs) <laughs> anyway, we got uh, Bobby on the phone. What's up, Bobby? What's good, fellas? You tell us, man. What's going on, Bob? Oh, man. Look, I had to call. I had to call because you were doing Kevin Smith and Viva Skew, and I have the entire collection because I've been a fan since college. Anthony, I'm a little older than you. <laughs> I'm uh, about the age of box, man, actually a little bit older. But, um, <laughs> man, I'm a, I'm a fanatic I am a true fanatic, man. I have so much info on every one of those movies. Um, man, it's, it's, it, it, he kind of kind of shaped my college. <laughs> kind of shaped my college years, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, sort of just in the behavior. I was a good, I was a well-behaved, straight arrow kid, but you know, mm-hmm. as, as far as the way I carry myself and some of the terminology and just, you know, I, uh, I kind of, I felt that I related with, um, you know, just the way that they would do things and the, and the friends that I chose to hang around could have, could have been, could have been in those movies, man. I, I love it. I'm <laughs> glad you chose the, chose the, uh, viewers universe. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. So you must be really pumped that there's a, uh, actually, I'm sorry. The name of that movie that is announced is called mall brats, not mall rats. Oh, cool. So okay. he's got another Mall Rats called Mall Brats, and he's got a Clerks Three coming out. You got to be pumped for that. You know what? I actually uh, I haven't been looking around at any news or anything. So you actually you actually broke that for me. I had no idea that any of that was happening. Um, I, I, I 
one, it's on IMDb. Two, I do follow him on Facebook, and he every now and then he posts stuff about you know things. And I, I believe they might have already started shooting Clerks three, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. But it's not till 2018. So, uh, correct. And the Mall just says announced. I'm actually I'm happy about that because I don't know if you saw anywhere that um, he was never even planning to do Clerks two. Um, yeah. The entire series was supposed to end with, with Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. That was supposed to cap everything off. Right. You know, so uh, Clark's 2 only happened because he felt that, you know, he didn't have the closure. He wanted to round it out uh, with that. And, and, Anthony, I wanted to touch on something that you said, too. Um, initially, I wasn't happy with... Uh, with the look and the feel of everything that Clerks 2 was as far as doing it in color and everything, but I think he did it that way because he wanted to show the growth, you know? Yeah. yeah. So Right, his own growth, that he's grown as a director, grown as a, you know, as a producer, and, you know... He's making money now. He was making money at that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, let's be honest, I mean, Clerks, the Clerks one... The first one, at least, it wasn't really so much about making a statement. He just didn't have the money to uh, do color. Because I'm pretty sure if he had had the means, the first clerks would have been color as well. Yeah, I believe he said that. I think he did say that. Mm -hmm. I think. I think he said he went black and white because it was cheaper. (laughs) I think, yeah, I think think everything he did in that film was all for for budget basis. Yeah. Everything he did. Now, Anthony, you mentioned at the beginning of the show uh, Cop Out. Yeah. Bobby, have you seen Cop Out? I have not. Uh, yeah, I actually just recently saw that one for the first time. And honestly, of all of of, of all of the uh, Kevin Smith movies, you know, within the View universe and outside of it, Cop Out is probably my least favorite. Mm-hmm. I did not really enjoy that. I mean, it had its moments, but I did not really enjoy that movie. Really? Yeah. It's it's what you know, it's it's one of those movies you can kind of like you know it wasn't the greatest but you kind of if you can it's like a good you know turn your brain off have a fun type movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't what I thought it was gonna be when I went into it. Actually, I, I guess I had something else. Um, you know, when I saw the trailers and everything, I guess I had something else in mind, another idea of what it was supposed to be, and then it turned out to be something completely different, so I guess it, I was kind of turned off from that. Yeah. But it definitely had its good moments. It had its comedic moments, you know. You can't really go wrong with, uh, well, I think Tracy Morgan is pretty funny, and you can't go wrong with Bruce Willis, yeah. you know. Yeah, and Tracy Morgan's always funny. Come on. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, he's hilarious. Yeah. He really is. Anything he says is funny as hell. But, uh, uh, did you see uh, Zach and Mary? Did you see that? Zach and Mary make a porno? I haven't. Oh, you got to see that one. Come on. No, I do actually. <laughs> just yourself a favor. I just, I literally, I just popped it up on uh, IMDb. So yeah. I do need to check that out. Maybe I'll, uh, yeah. come on, who doesn't like Seth Rogen? Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, and Elizabeth Banks is just beautiful, just edible in that movie. Um, <laughs> but it, it, I, I have to say, if I have one criticism, you'll, you'll probably see it uh, once you watch the movie. Uh, I probably shouldn't say until after you see it, but I'll go ahead and say it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched Zack and Mary shortly after I watched The 40-Year-Old Virgin, and clearly 
that movie was written shortly after Kevin Smith saw the 40-year-old version because it picked up on a lot of the themes, a lot of the humor, and even even cast some of the actors. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, it, it's, I, it was pretty obvious to me that that was what he did, but still, it was an enjoyable movie. I, I can't complain about it. I watched it a few times, and I actually own it on DVD. I own every movie Kevin Smith ever made <laughs> on DVD. Wow, that you're a true fan. Like I got, like I said, I the, the original ones, but some of them I gotta like kind of pick up on. You know, I'm gonna uh, get them yeah. eventually. I know. Bates oh, yeah. in the chat says that Smith was just a director for hire on Cop Out. It wasn't written by him, unlike the rest. So, okay. Was basically uh, I feel a, better about that. <laughs> Kevin, yeah, that makes sense. Kevin, Smith, Kevin Smith, Smith, he has his own distinct style, so that yeah. does kind of make sense. Sounds like they just wanted his name to be tied in with the movie. Yeah. He also did Green Hornet. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That flies under the radar. I forgot he did that. Yeah. I didn't even, I didn't know he was a part of I mean, I knew Seth Rogen did that, but I didn't know that uh, Kevin Smith had a part of that at all. Yeah. Now, when I saw early on in the process, that was, he was tapped to, I think, write and direct Green Hornet when he was trying to transition from the Jersey films. And I think he kind of felt bad about it. Like, it was sort of like, uh, if you remember when you were leaving high school, you were happy to leave high school, but you were like, damn, where does life go from here? You know, I think it was kind of, I think it was kind of like that for him. So I think uh, at at one point he pulled out on um, Green Hornet. So I'm not even sure if he finished doing that or if somebody else uh, took over. But I know that he was. um, I've never even seen it. Yeah, eh, you might as well check it out. Seth Rogen's pretty good. You know, if you ever watched the original series, it's, um, it's definitely more comedic than the original series. Uh, I think it's worth checking out. Yeah, I don't even see his name isn't even listed as a director, a writer, anything. Okay, so I guess he did pull out completely. Yeah, I don't see Kevin Smith's name on here one bit. Now, Bobby, I did want to get your thoughts on something, because I was always thinking of this. Uh, after I saw Clerks 2, I, I was thinking, like, if they did do a Clerks 3, the only possible direction it can go in is uh, Randall finally settling down. You think that's a pleasant storyline for Clerks 3? <laughs> Randall falls in love. The most cynical person well, in the series falls in love. That's funny. I think I saw in an interview um, early on that uh, I can't remember the actor's name. Who's the actor who played Randall? Uh, Jeff Anderson. Uh, yeah, I think he said that um, you know when, when Smith was writing originally, uh, he's like, uh, you know, where's the love interest for Randall? You know, where, you know, when do I get mine? You know, <laughs> so I, I can see them doing that. That would be pretty interesting. You know, he actually married, um, uh, I can't remember which one. I can't remember if it was Caitlin or which, what was the other girl's name from the original clerks? Uh, uh he actually ended up marrying, uh, that actress. Yeah, let me get back to clerks here. I can tell you. One second here. Uh, which character was she? I, I can't remember if it was Clay, uh, Caitlin or uh, the other girl. Uh, uh, Monica was, was Marilyn Gilgotti, and Caitlin was Lisa Spoonhour. Spoonhour. Yeah, I can't remember which one, but I know that uh, they actually ended up getting married after okay. that movie. Let's see here. Jeff Anderson. Might even tell you who he's married to in here. He married Lisa Spoonhour. 
Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. she was Caitlin. So yeah. we are the girl who played Caitlin who banged the dead guy in the bathroom. Yes. Caitlin Bree. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I don't yeah, it's like I, I used to I guess I'm getting older but I used to be able to remember like actors off the top of my head like that, but uh I remember her character name. Yeah. Yeah, well yeah, because he says it the, the whole movie he never says her first name he Unless he's talking to her, he says Caitlin Bree throughout the whole movie. But come on, man! Like you know, like uh, you know, uh, even though I'm a little younger than you guys, everybody, every man can relate to that. You know, that one, that one woman you can't get out your head. Oh yeah, you stuck on. You could be married with kids, successful, but it's always that one man. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been suffering with that since '97. So yeah, <laughs> that one the one that broke your fucking heart out. Those are the two you remember. The one you love and the one that ripped your fucking heart out. Stepped on oh, yeah. it, shot it, yes. it, and then threw it back in your chest. Yes, yes. I, I think I actually was dealing with a bad breakup when I saw Clerk for the first time. And I was like, yeah, fuck Caitlin. I was like, <laughs> I, 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 I pissed off when he, yeah. like, when he was like falling for her again. I'm like, you son of a bitch. Leave her alone. Go in there and bang the dead guy, you whore. Yeah, I remember, like, I had, like, a mark-out moment for that. I just popped. I just was like, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I got, like, glee of watching her sit there traumatized after she found out she fucked the dead guy. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. I think they referenced that in, uh, throughout the series of the movies. They referenced that in about two or three of the other movies. Yeah, they do. You're right. You're right. Yeah. This, All rats and chasing Mm-hmm. They do a lot of that. Now, and, uh, of that. I know Box, you haven't seen it, but uh, Bobby, um, this is a show, a movie. I'm sorry, a show, a movie that I do want to get to at some point on the show. Hanging with the homeboys, Bobby. Have you seen? Hanging it? with the homeboys. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Fucking Mario Christ. Joyner, John Leguizamo, uh, Dougie Doug, and I don't know who the other actor was. But yeah, that was a good movie. Uh, Mario Joyner. Mario Joyner. Yeah, Mo- yeah, Mojo. <laughs> Yeah, he said that. Yeah, who, who was also who was also uh, in the animated Clerks? Mario Joyner. He did a voice in animated Clerks. He was the one. He was their black friend, Lando. <laughs> Mario Joyner. How do I? Was he this? Was he in the Star was, Trek? Oh, I got the other actor's name. I'm sorry, it's uh, Nestor Serrano. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Dave, you might know Mario Joyner from. Uh, he used to host. Uh, a, a half hour comedy show on MTV back in the maybe the early 90s okay. and Tony is calling from, from the airplane Tony are you in the airplane Tony oh, what the fuck Tony, I think Tony is calling from a air show or something, but I can't hear a word Tony is saying, just so Tony knows. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I couldn't hear anything. I live uh, by the airport. Obviously, uh, you're by the airport. Clearly. Like you're by a goddamn <laughs> That was the greatest line. run-in ever. <laughs> <laughs> That I don't want to hear any more shit about Anthony. <laughs> was that your entrance theme? Just a jet flying in? Because you're a jet flying limo, right? We all dealing. Thank you, Tony. Dealing. You finally took the heat off me after all these months. <laughs> I, do, I do what I can, man. <laughs> What's going on, man? Uh, same old. 
same old? That's it? That's what you got? Well, but I'm ecstatic because I just was able to buy a pack of cigarettes. So, oh. yeah, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm pretty stoked on life right now. Awesome. Cigarettes. Good. Good things. Good things. So, so what uh, was this? What was this show that this dude hosted in like the early '90s? You should know MTV, the early '90s. MTV? Or, no, I wasn't watching MTV in the early '90s. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, Mario Joyner. He used to host a uh, half-hour stand-up comedy show on MTV. I used to. I, I always watched. I used to watch the VH1 special. That what's her name? Roseanne Barr. Rosie O'Donnell. Rosie O'Donnell. Thank you. So you always went yeah. to the older station, regardless of your age. Yeah, I well, yeah. You're such a dick. This is why I call you in. Know, he said that line. I had to call in. That was a setup. I had to come in. Mario Joyner, American stand-up, ah, MTV's half-hour comedy hour. Yes. Dude, it blows my mind that that um, uh, Anthony, you'd know his name probably. Uh, the dude who does that Nerdist podcast, and he has a show on Comedy Central. Oh shit. Damn, I know. Yeah, I know what you're talking about too. I know what you're That's, talking about. I can't. I, I think his name's Chris something. Chris Hardwick. Chris Hardwick. Yes. Yeah. That's the host. Oh, of, yeah. That was the host of Singled Out. Like I, my mind was blown. Oh, shit, with, that was him. Yeah. Oh, it shit, my mind yeah. when I put that together. Yeah. Obviously, like, this um, was only recently. What was that after? Didn't Jenny McCarthy start off doing that show? Well, she. Well, oh, it was like goodness. him. He was the host, and then there was like she was the eye candy of the show. Yeah, and then and then yeah. she left, and then I think Carmen Electra was on it. Yes, See, yeah, best, you're absolutely right. That's the best thing for Jenny McCarthy to do is to sit there, look pretty, and not open her fucking annoying mouth. <laughs> I don't, I don't need to know your personal life, and you don't need to know mine. So let's just keep it at that. And yeah, yeah, yeah. people we'll pay money. Yeah. Soon as she opens her mouth, all you want to do is just be like, "Okay, get the fuck away from me. You're hot, but leave." Yeah, that only goes so far, man. Yeah. She had another. She has another. She had a show with Donnie Wahlberg like last year because now they're married. Yeah, yeah, Donnie and Jenny. Now, meanwhile, Donnie Wahlberg, that fucking show, man, that that Blue Blood show is a great fucking show. He's on right I know, now, dude. I I had seen it like in passing, and now like because my dad like binge watched it on Netflix. Like he's all caught up now. I'm watching it when it's on. Oh yeah, it's man, not a, it's not a bitch season. Yeah, great show. Tom Selleck killing it. Damn. Hell yeah, he is. And like I said, Donnie Wahlberg, man. Fucking... Dude, he's, like, that's me. Like, I, Donnie Wahlberg, like, in all honesty, man, I don't want to give Mark, like, like be like, I'm not a fan, but I am. But it's like, recently, I like Donnie Wahlberg a lot more. I'm sorry. He's oh. definitely, I mean, he's, I, I guess he's more in the public eye because he's, right. not, the, not the public eye, but he's got, you know, I, I don't know. Mark, does Wahlberg have, Mark Wahlberg have any movies coming out? Hey, no idea, dude. It's like, I mean, the only thing I could tell you besides Ted, the last movie I saw him in that I was, like, stoked on that I can remember, honestly, was The Departed. And he was great in The Departed. But. Yeah. And he was also Actually, great in uh, four, Bro- four Brothers. I don't know if you guys saw that. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. That was, uh, dude, uh, what's her name's in that before she was big? Uh, Sofia Vergara. I gotta watch The Departed. I honestly haven't seen it yet. Oh, man. Oh, you should, yes, ha- you, yeah. should, you should honestly hang up out of the phone call and just... It's 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 on my DVR actually. It's a, and, in all honesty, man. It's one of those movies. Everyone who's in it, like I mean, like the names, like the big names, and there's a lot of them. They're all solid in the movie. You know, one of uh, one of my uncles actually consulted for that movie. Interesting. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're from Boston originally, right? 
Yep, I have a lot of family still in South Boston, and one of my uncles actually consulted for The Departed. He was involved in that case. He's an attorney. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's cool as shit. Yeah, he's a big attorney in Boston. I, uh, yeah, so he consulted for that, and he also wrote a book about a, forget, The Art of the Heist, about a painting, a, a, a painting scheme that was going on in Boston, too. He, he's been involved in some pretty fucking big cases, man. Boston, if this makes sense, no, this would only be to Anthony. Boston seems like the only town in the Northeast that's anything like Philadelphia. <laughs> New York and New Jersey don't, uh, that's whatever. New York's New York. But it seems like Boston's the only thing that's similar to Philadelphia. Yeah. I've never been to Philly, so I can only compare Boston to Boston. I know, well, you don't want to come here. There's pieces of shit like me, Anthony, and Sheen from there, so why would you want to come here? <laughs> no, no, no. But eventually I do want to come up to uh, Delaware and go to one of those, uh, what, Tournament of Deaths or something, whatever it is. Oh, uh, yeah, dude, yeah, that, where they have that at, like, DJ, well, I don't know, not all of them have been there, but, like, last year, I know, uh, it was at DJ Hyde's parents, like, land, like. Yeah, because Gene says, it's like it's, his parents' house. Yeah. But it, it's humongous, because there's at least, at least two to three hundred people there. There's. Like, there's a whole, like, field of them just for parking, and it's, like, nothing's cluttered, dude. They run that shit, like, put it this way. I made sure that I thanked his dad, like, Hyde's dad on my way out because he does not have to do this. Yeah. yeah. But it's, like... Yeah. yeah, good for him, though, man. Glad, hey, well, I guess you see where the where he got the money for CZW for. Yeah, I, I would yeah. I mean, I'm, I I'm so. allegedly, by the way. But yeah, I, I have to say, allegedly, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, man, I... If I can if I can get off, I think I'm I'm I think I'm gonna miss TOD this year. Uh, Zandix Zand tournament's a little too too good to pass up. There you go. Um, well, I guess we should get back to. Ke- Did you have anything on Kevin Smith movies? Yeah, I like them. Uh, <laughs> I put it this way: like, uh, I really wish the cartoon that they had got more than six episodes. Yes, um, thank you. I think it just came out at the wrong time. Yeah. And the wrong um, network, too. What was it on? It was on UPN, right? No, it was on ABC. It was on ABC? Oh, God. No, wait. I'm sorry. The no, there was an episode. There was one episode where they were poking fun at UPN. That's yeah, that's what I was going to say. Six episodes? That was it? Six, yeah. yeah, man. That's but of course, cool. it came out on two DVDs. <laughs> And, and the fucked up part is they did, like, six, but I think only four of them aired. And then uh, for uh, the scene in, in Clerks, when they go to the funeral, and that whole scene of what, ha- you know, the casket knocks over and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the 10th anniversary on the DVD, you can play the movie, play the, you can choose to play the movie with the added scene. It's just the same people who did the cartoon. They just animated that whole scene because they never got to film it. So mm. it's, it's funny. I mean, it's just... It's like if you if your imagination's better, then just stick with your imagination. But it's funny to check out anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, I dig like I like a, like yeah, man. I mean, I'm yeah. I just turned twenty eight. Yeah, I, I loved the movies when I when I was in high school. Um, I'll still go back to Clerks and Mallrats, and I like Chasing Amy too. A lot of people do and don't. I do. I like it. It's well, a good movie, right? <laughs> like. Uh, it's one of it's underrated. Like you just kind of gotta go into it with an open mind. Yeah, and dog, well, dog, came out. 
A lot of people were afraid of the uh, the uh, homosexuality and chasing enemies. Yeah. yeah. What? Why? Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh. Um. Sorry. Oh. Uh, first one I saw. The first movie I saw was Dogma, though, and I st- movie's still great. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. The, the best casting ever is George Carlin as the. Uh, the Cardinal. <laughs> yeah, we talked oh, yeah. about that. That is so, so, that was great. Anyone? The Catholic Church doesn't make mistakes. All right, <laughs> mistakes made. I mean, Bloody Christ. <laughs> yeah, yeah goddamn. That, that, fucking Carlin is amazing, man. Anything he's in, uh, it, it, he's he's great. Uh, dude, The Walk, it's great. That's oh. just the star-studded cast of people. But, uh, I mean, I liked Clerks, too. I went and saw it. I didn't... I didn't. I think people. I don't know if they had higher expectations, but what do you really want? Um, I like it. It's funny. Rosario Dawson's amazing looking, and she is. Oh hell yeah! Oh, hell yeah! I was sure to bring that up. <laughs> oh, I've got two hell yes. Thanks. Um, what was that? He's yeah. done like a few. I never saw Vulgar. Um, Someone like, was asking uh, about Tusk. Did anyone see Tusk? Um, I have not. Me neither. I guess oh, the last thing I saw his was Red State. I think that what? was the last one I saw. I don't even know the last the last Kevin Smith movie I saw was probably. I keep forgetting Red State's a Kevin Smith movie though. Yeah, yeah that is too. Um, I can't even think of the last one I've seen to be honest I, with you. I mean, I think it probably was Cop Out. <laughs> that was probably the last one I saw. The movie, I don't care. He doesn't have to write it. Did it make me laugh? Yes, it did. Whatever. I'm well, look, fellas, I have to, uh, fellas, I'm going to have to bow out, but um, right, if you it. haven't seen it yet, go on YouTube and check out uh, Dante and Randall Flying Car. Oh, dude, so good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Check that yeah. out as well. If you haven't seen it, it's well worth it. <laughs> cool. That is two people saying, watch that. Do what? That is two people saying to check that out. That's a there really good go. video. And a, a backing endorsement. All right, Bobby, appreciate it, man. That's what I'm All right, fellas, I will, I will chat with you guys later. All right, man, thanks for the call. Cool. All right, so, still got Tony on the line. So, yeah, yeah, that's I, me. I'm trying to think. And, uh, what did you guys think? I wonder, I should have brought this up while uh, Bobby was on the line, but uh, what did you guys think of the original ending to uh, Clerks, where uh, Dante gets shot? Oh, I like the, like, see, that was, see, I never saw that until, like, that 10th anniversary came out, because that was, like, you know, it's like three or some odd discs of like all like two two of extras, and that was one of them. And I I wouldn't have been mad if I was watching that movie, and that's what happened. Um, I thought it was a good ending. Yeah. Uh, I I because I, I, I kind of like I have like the tenth anniversary, and I have like the standard DVD they put out a few years before that, yeah. and I was thinking like. At first, I don't, I didn't really like it because it kind of like ended it on a real dark note. Because up until that point, it was kind of like, like ha ha he he, and it just like kind of like made it the movie kind of dark. So I think that's why they went ended it the it's, way they did. Yeah, I think it's like, well, I think it's also um, like Miramax or whatever was like, yeah, man, let's not do that bummer ending. <laughs> I mean, because if they, because if like, because Clerks was a, you know a big hit, and they're like, they, if a movie's a big hit, they want it, they want to, if they see what you make before it even comes out, if they think people are going to buy it, they want to make a sequel. 
I mean, so I'm sure that was in their minds before Mallrats was even conceived. Yeah. But yeah. thankfully, they didn't do it for a couple of years. Yeah. True. Yeah, Mallrats just makes me want to play Sega. <laughs> now, did, what did you think of uh, Mallrats, Tony? Because I know that's a, another movie. I mean, it was a flop at the box office, but uh, yeah, like, I personally enjoyed it. Let's see, like, when I, when, like, by the time, like, I mean, I know you're only, like, two years older than me. It's like, like, like we see it. it all, it's not like we got to go to the theater to see it. I mean, I thought it was fucking hilarious. Like, I love the movie. Mallrats I mean, became, it just... It kind of became like go, a give, cult. Give us your thoughts. No, it, it just kind of became like a cult cult classic. Yeah. yeah. Is what yeah. it became. You I, know, like, all... That's kind of what Kevin Smith movies are. It's kind of like a little cult. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, but that one definitely was one that blew up way after it was out of the theaters. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, I don't know if it was a movie DVD. My friends up. had a movie DVD. I mean, like, everyone's buying, like, tons of these movies have to do better once they're released for, like, like the home video and shit. Like, yeah. Because obviously, if they didn't, he wouldn't, they would be, you know, asking them to make more movies. Uh, you know, I even like Jersey Girl. I didn't hate that movie. See, I haven't seen that. I need to, I guess. I, I guess I need to sit down and have a Kevin Smith day, maybe, in the next few days. Yeah. You'll, you'll pick Jersey Girl more than both of us because you have kids. Yeah. I'll check it out. What the yeah, hell? And like I said, it wasn't like a bad movie, but I guess, like I said, it's like expectation. Like, when you go into like a Kevin Smith movie, you have certain expectations. It's like... Jane and Bob, essentially. Even if... Yeah. Type of humor. And it's not. It's, I mean... It's like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I can appreciate him trying to grow and evolve his uh, his uh, art, his art form. I get that, but it's, it it wasn't the same for me, so it's kind of hard for me. I, to, think I would I would recommend it for you, box, and it's not a bad movie per se, but it's just one of the, it's hard to kind of for me personally to sit through. I think that's a movie. I think it's probably the movie he made because I think that's like after he had had a kid and shit. Yeah. So you know, like you said, wanted to play something else, and you know, you also. Apparently, when you have kids, your life changes if you're not a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Mean, like, That's what I hear. A, <laughs> if you don't want to be a deadbeat mom or dad, you know, apparently it changes your life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's what everybody tells me. Like, if you if you if if having a kid doesn't change your life but make you kind of grow up and realize that this life shit can be serious, then nothing will and you're just a piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, like... And, and, dude, he also got Carlin in it, too. I mean, he plays Ben Affleck's dad in the movie. It's like, oh. he's like a dude who works for town, like the township or whatever. It's like one of those jobs. Oh, yeah, I'll check um, that. So, yeah, it's like, it's Carlin playing a fucking old Catholic dude from New Jersey. Not a hard stretch for him. Yeah, I think I can watch that one. Sounds yeah. Like, yeah, Carlin playing himself. Awesome. And then, I mean, like, Jane saw Bob Strike Backs. It's... That, it's funny. Yeah. I mean, that's... It's mindless it's fun. For, mindless yeah. fun. Yeah. It's just good for... What the fuck is the internet? Yeah. Like, just use that in line when you feel like it. Yeah. Like... <laughs> yes. And I guess... <laughs> even on a, even, I guess Tony can appreciate this. I don't know if... Uh, Box, are you a Star Wars fan? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Remember in Clerks, the original one, when they had the Death Star? Because I'm not a big Star Wars guy, but I thought that conversation over the Death Star contract contract was fucking hilarious. Oh, all the innocent contractors. Dude, we were 
were like breaking this down at like fourteen fifteen. Like, oh my god, this makes so much sense. They had nothing to do with this intergalactic civil war. Why? This is horrible. This is like if your dad's like in the fucking union working on the Death Star. Oh, he's dead. <laughs> again, I got. It got so serious. Yeah, but you see, again, these are the dumb conversations you have with your friends. Exactly. Yeah, that's why they're where, good. Yeah, where again, you're like, oh my, I, I really hope no one walks in and hears us talking about this. <laughs> but, All I wanted to do was work in a video store. No, well, I don't know. Like, uh, shit. I guess different goals for everybody, huh? Uh, Actually, no. All of Kevin Smith's movies make me want to do something. I want to work in a video store. I want to write a com. No, I want to ink a comic because I can do that. There you go. You could oh. uh, work in a fast food joint. Yeah. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that as well. <laughs> there you go. When's the third one? That I mean that that is like def- that is coming out. Yeah. 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 That's what I was looking uh, at on IMDb. It looks like there is a Clerks three and another Mall Rats called Mall Brats that he's uh, announced also. Ugh. I'll be happy to see that. I, I, I'll I, be happy to see if it's a title. Yeah, I think it'll be a good one. I, 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 and from what I believe, he's got a lot of the cast coming back, like almost yeah. everybody. Yeah. Oh, dude, I, bring, I brought this up. It's just weird because it came up in conversation. And it has nothing to do with them as an actor, but Jason Lee, the whole Scientology thing, it's like it, it turned me off on him a little bit, but I, don't, I still love him. Oh, he's one of the, He's a Scientology guy? Yeah, man, uh, him... Him and uh, uh, Ethan Supley, the uh, big dude who's staring at the uh, painting in Mallrats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they've, yeah. they've done, like, fucking, you know, My Name is Earl and all that shit together. But, yeah, they're both uh, members of that. that, that oh, that. Ethan, that name sounds familiar. He, he was on, uh, boy, he was one of the bullies on Boy Meets World, too, wasn't yeah. he? He was Frankie the Enforcer. His dad was Vader. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew that name sounded familiar. Oh, yeah. He was in, um, remember, remember, uh, remember the Titans. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, he gets along with black people in Remember the Titans, and a year earlier, he's a big fat racist in uh, American, American History, History X. X. There you go. He that has was, range. That was another movie we were uh, talking about, maybe doing yeah. dude, in the next few like, weeks. Well, cause if either of you are, I'm assuming, on the computer, there is a term directors can they were they used to be allowed to use. It was a name they could pick when they weren't. Uh, like, happy with the finished product of their movie. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, some name you could use. And the last director who was allowed to use it was the director of American History X because he didn't like how the movie came out. Apparently, it was completely different from what they originally started. Hmm. Like, I like the movie as is, but, I mean, of course, I'm interested to... I'd, I'd love to know what, what was, like, the original idea, but that's yeah. that's a good one, man, dude. That's an amazing movie. It really is. <laughs> that Edward Norton didn't win. He was nominated, but... uh. Uh, that Italian dude did that movie, the uh, Life is Beautiful or whatever. Like that one, like that he won Best Actor for that. Dude, like when he turns around to the cops, like when the after he's you know something happens in the movie, no spoilers. Uh, he just looks like pure evil, and you're like, yup, you're doing this role good. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how anyone. I mean, I don't know how even a director couldn't like. I mean, that movie was huge when it came out. It was very well made, I thought. The, I, oh my I God. loved to totally, the original. American History X totally goes back to Boy Meets World, too. It all starts with his racist dad, who's the dad from Boy Meets World. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah I guess two points I really wanted to touch on real quick. Um, let me see. 
another scene from Clerks. I mean, like, I don't know. I just, I don't know. Kevin Smith, like, his movies had, like, a bad influence on me as a kid, because I always knew, like, if I ever got a job, I wanted a job where I could just treat people like shit and still get paid for it. Remember the scene in the video store where Randall is talking to the uh, mom? She, she was looking for, like, some, like, kitty movie, and he just ran off a bunch of porno names? Yeah. That was she's looking great. <laughs> she's looking for happy, scrappy hero, pup. Yep. Yeah. Uh, combing in socks, combing Eileen, uh, yes. men alone too, the KY connection. Yeah. Uh, all this shit, and then, and what was that movie you were looking for? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, cause let's be honest, man, like, obviously I'm, I'm kind of exaggerating here, but you, you wish you could kind of like, just like, uh, give zero fucks like those guys did in that movie. Oh yeah, no, we wish, we wish we were Randall, but we're all Dante. Yeah. Yeah, you did. And uh, here's a random movie. I don't know if you guys uh, are familiar with this one. Remember a movie called Brain Scan? Oh, wow. That's uh-huh. an old one. Dude, I was hoping you said Hackers. Oh. Oh, I, I like Hackers, too. Dude. I love that movie. Angelina Jolie was so hot in that movie. I know. That's that's literally... Like, I mean, yeah, everything she's done afterwards, but that's where I go back to. Tell me you didn't jump on the internet and see if you could get the name Zero Cool. Oh, dude, everyone wants... Dude, I want it to be Lord Nikon, man. Lord Nikon? I got that photo memory, man. That is like, such... That, dude, I'll talk about that movie. Now, you know there's a, a Hackers 2, right? Oh, Yeah, so it's like... Well, it's nothing really... I, I haven't seen it. I have. It, it's like a French movie, right? Um, It's like watching Lost Boys 2. You're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, I'm glad I haven't seen Lost Boys 2. I just... Yes, the it's called, uh, it's a singular movie. To the tribe, I believe, and it's not very good. But no, let's um, just let's neither... just stick with Hackers Blu-ray for the twentieth yeah. anniversary. Yeah, that that Hackers is a great fucking movie, man. I was thinking about that movie the other day. I I I, I well, that's a good. I mean, that was one of the first of that kind of movie, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, it made it made me think that you can take a computer and just start typing and shit happens. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Um, Mark Anthony had a little part in that movie. Yeah, dude, that was like, yeah, he was he was like some cop in it. Uh, yeah. Dude, you got, like, Johnny Lee Miller, like, he wasn't a big actor before he did that movie. I mean, then he did Train Spotting and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matthew uh, Lillard, uh, the one dude, if anyone watched The Wire, the dude Bunk, the old black, he's an older black detective on the show. Train he's the, like Another good movie, man. Dude. That, uh, yeah. Crazy movie, but a good fucking movie. Yeah, man, that, um... Yeah, that's definitely, yeah, Hackers was a great fucking movie, and it had, uh, what's his name in it? Dude from, um... Oh! Who's the guy who played the, the, the tall, skinny dude? Matthew Willard? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the fucking Scooby-Doo kid. Yeah, Basically, yeah, yeah. he's Shaggy, but he's been in a I, lot of fun. He was in, um... One of the best movies he was in, Shocker. Wow. Never seen it. I gotta look oh, it up. You've never seen Shocker? It's shocking, isn't it? It is shocking <laughs> that you've never seen Shocker. It's an older movie. It is it's probably a hmm, I'm gonna go maybe eighty nine ninety. Let me pull it up okay. real quick on IMDB so I can tell you. Yeah. While you're looking that up, uh remember remember uh, sneakers? Mm. Yeah, nineteen eighty nine was Shocker. It's a Damn. you've got to see that man. That's you, yeah, that's like probably like when he's like eighteen or some shit. Maybe that wasn't him actually. Oh no, it wouldn't shock me. I mean, like no, it was Peter I, Berg. I'm sorry, wrong guy. 
but movie to look up nonetheless. Yeah, good movie though. It's about a um, after being sent to an electric chair, a serial killer uses electricity to come back from the dead and carry out his revenge. Well, now I'm into the movie, so trust me. And it's it's a Wes Craven movie, by the way. That should give you a little idea. Oh, that's, about... Yeah, that's enough. That's enough too. I, you sold me on the you know just the the the, the plot of it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's just missing, dude. Yeah, Craven has a lot of films, and a lot of them are overlooked. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a huge horror movie fan, but Shocker is one I like. Yeah, me too. Like, um, were you guys a fan of uh, Leprechaun? At least the early ones. Like, I was a fan, like the first two. First I one. I watched. I know the first one I watched for sure, and probably at like two in the morning on like HBO two, like uh, Leprechaun in the Hood. Yeah, I, 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 I'm sorry, I couldn't. You know, after the Vegas one, because Vegas was three, right? I don't know. Dude, I know. I think four was space. Yeah, I, I stopped at the, like, the third one. No, I saw the first one. And the first one, and that's the big thing. They go back to that because uh, Jennifer Aniston's in it. Yeah. Yeah. Blow my fucking mind. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, dude, like, when you see, like, like big name actors in, like, random harm. Like, well, the biggest one is probably, it, it would have been better if this was yesterday, uh, Kevin Bacon in the first Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Which is still the coolest fucking death in that in the he, first one. Uh, Johnny Depp was in that too, wasn't he? He's in Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street. You got it. There you yeah, go. Yeah, man. That's another one. Good call, actually. That's probably that. You know, and I'll go with that instead. More people know his name than Kevin Bacon. What was I watching with Kevin ba- that I forgot? Kevin Bacon. Oh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Kevin Bacon. Quick cameo in that movie too. Yeah. I got to go back. I've never noticed him. He's right in the beginning. Right when Steve Martin is chasing the cab, it's him and Kevin Bacon are the two guys what? chasing the cab. Nice. That's yeah, that like... shit. <laughs> oh, well, dude, I mean, you ever see Idle Hands? No. Oh. Anthony, you never saw Idle Hands? Uh, no, no. When did it come? Is that mid-90s, early 2000s? Yeah, horror comedy. It sounds familiar. I probably did. I gotta, I'll have to go back and look at it again. Uh-huh. Nah, just random uh, uncredited cameo to, uh, well, actually, he's the former guitarist, uh, the dude one, the dude Tom from Blink-182. He's like a guy who has a two-second line, but it's uncredited, but Here's fun another, fact. Here's another uncredited like cameo, and I was watching this movie today, and I'm going to tell you right now, I don't know what I like about these movies. Goddamn Deuce Bigelow's. <laughs> Awesome watching, movies. I was watching the second one today, and Adam Sandler comes up on the screen, and I'm like... Oh, oh! You mean Deuce Bigelow, uh, two European, European Gigolo? Gigolo. Yeah. yeah, let's give that, give that cre- that whole uh, title. Yep, yep. That well, was the one. I I don't know what it is, but those movies are hilarious to me. I like. I think Rob Schneider is funny as hell. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like them in that. I like them. I ain't seen it in a while, but I like them in the Hot Chick. I just thought that was hilarious. <laughs> Rob Schneider. I like Rob Schneider. You know what? What was a good, the animal? That, dude, all those movies, it's like, and, like, we were talking, like, uh, me and two friends were talking about, uh, like, those, like, more, like, early 2000s to, like, mid-2000, like, comedies and shit. Like, I haven't seen it in probably, like, ten years, but Sorority Boys was on. Yeah. Which is, if you, like, dude, it's like movies like that. It's like, yeah. it's, yes, it's fucking retarded. I know it's stupid. I, I understand that. I watch comedies to laugh. Did it make me laugh? Whoops. Yeah. Like... I'll, yeah. I'll watch Soul Plane. Yeah. I don't Fuck care. Yeah. I will. I'll watch Soul Plane. I don't care. Because yeah. you're turning into Tom Arnold, man. 
<laughs> Didn't we just have a great time at Crackerland? That was Kevin Hart hustling to get in any movie he could, man. Because he was yeah. like, he was in a lot. Yeah, like, people forget he was like uh, kind of like him and Dave Chappelle. Like around that time frame, was like doing any like Dave Chappelle was early, like in the mid the mid nineties. Yeah, like, would pop up on a lot early. Oh yeah, no. But if we're gonna talk like the same thing like that, like for sure, it's like well, because that's why I give the dude more. Well, also because he's from here, but. More credit than anything. It's like he was getting booed off stages, and then he's the first comedian to sell out a football stadium. So, fuck mm. you to everyone else. It's like he's in, like, any random-ass movie, and mm. then, you know, I, I actually haven't watched those ride-along movies, and I should. Yeah, but Chris Rock was kind of the same thing. He was in a ton of movies back in the day. I mean, you know, yeah, for sure, he would just yeah. pop up. Yeah, CB4 is a good fucking movie. I like that. Thank you, Tony. A lot of people shit on that movie, but I fucking love it. (laughs) Jesus Christ, Chris uh, Chris Rock pops up in uh, Boomerang with Eddie Murphy and um, mm, Robin Givens. How pumped was Chris Rock to just be in a movie on the same set or anything with Eddie Murphy, I'm sure? Like young young, uh, New Jack City Chris Rock. Sergeant Bilko. Oh, dude, yeah, I know he's in that. He, he's yeah, he has like a, a super minor role in it. Yep, yep. He's in Sergeant Bilko. I mean, please talk about a, another shitty, funny movie. But I'll I'll watch it. I'll, I'll watch, still it. watch it. I'll watch it. I don't care, dude. I was it's watching like, Jawbreaker a couple of weeks ago. You ever seen oh, Jawbreaker? Dude, yeah, dude, one I I used to have the biggest crush on Rose McGowan before she had like all this plastic surgery to her face. Mm-hmm. But um, <clears throat> nah, dude, I, I will. That's one of those ones. <laughs> Excuse me. <coughs> yeah, put the ball That's down. That's a good fucking move. We were, bring, dude, we were bringing that up, too. Uh, when we were talking about, like, those random comedies. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, she is... She's definitely... I, I, she's still pretty hot, but... Uh, oh, yeah, no. So, oh, no, well... Un, until they go... Until, you know, my brain gets more fucked up, you always have memories. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. That's yeah, a good fucking breaker. movie. That, dude, oh, dude, you ever watch The Faculty? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, that's that's what started the conversation because someone actually someone had on that movie Forty Days and Forty Nights with Josh Hartnett. I love that like, movie. That's another like one. yeah, I haven't seen that in probably like ten, 10 plus years, right? And that's what got the conversation going about all those comedies and shit. Was like that it was like two thousand three or two thousand four. It's like wow, there's that's a string of those movies. If I brought that, up my if I brought up my DVR, you guys would be amazed at some of the movies I've recorded. Uh huh. In that same vein, like, I, I don't know, like, you know, uh, they got overexposed towards the end of the decade, but in the mo- in the 90s, I fucking love Brandon Wayne's movies. I like Low Down Dirty Shame. I like Blank Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Major Pain. Remember Major Bulletproof Pain. with uh, uh, Adam Sandler and Damon Wayans? Love that fucking movie. That's fucking <laughs> Another one, Great White Hate. Bulletproof is underrated as fuck because, dude, it's like, I think Sandler ever did. Person, rated. I like it. It was a flop, but it's like, like you said, it's got a cult following. Yeah, I loved it. I, I, I just bought that on DVD a couple months ago, just so I could say I had that in my collection because I love that fucking movie. Which one? And black bulletproof. bulletproof. Oh, I have that. Th- th- trust me, that's on my DVR. How big is your DVR? Um, <coughs> two gigabytes, or I'm sorry, two terabytes. <laughs> oh Jesus! I didn't know we were getting into specs, but that's a lot of space. And it's um, two thousand gigabytes. Back a little bit. You guys saw Judgment Night? Remember that movie? Oh hell! I dude, I just watched that like two months ago. I was I had to look for it. I couldn't find it. And then next thing you know, I'm like, here it is. Hell yeah, dude! Cuba Gooding Jr., Dennis Leary. 
Emilio Estevez. Emilio. Emilio. The good Yo, that's an actor who, like, went, alright, I've made my money. I'm done. And you're like, alright. He doesn't need to do anything anymore. Let's see. What do I have on my DVR here that you guys probably... Let's see. I got Wild Wild West. Uh, dude, I like that movie. No fucks given. It's okay. funny. Fuck okay. everybody else. Roadhouse. Okay. Cool. A Knight's Tale. Family Guy Joe. <sighs> A Knight's Tale with Heath, with Heath, uh, Heath Ledger. See, I never watched that one. Everyone likes that movie. It's not a bad movie. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross... All right, now we're we're really, we're jumping jumping around the spectrum of movies. The Great Outdoors. That dude, shit, man. I have, dude, uh, that one I saw later in life, and I love that movie. Oh yeah, let's see. See no evil, Ink Master, Rules of Engagement, the one with Samuel Jackson and Tommy Lee Jones. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. First Sunday, Planet of the Apes, Criminal Minds, Copland, Me Myself and Irene, Three Ten to Yuma. Cop- me, myself, Copland. and Irene. Thank you. Oh, okay. yes. I'm going to name a movie here that I, we need to get into one night. My Blue Heaven. Oh, uh, with, uh, dude, that's who I was going to bring up when we were just talking about Emilio Estevez. I was like, uh, Rick another actor who bowed out, didn't have to do anything. Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis and Steve Martin. Excellent movie, that movie. That's a dude who fell off the face of the earth and is just doing whatever. I've yeah. got that uh, American Grit show with John Cena. I have five of those that I need to watch still. Assassins? Need to, want to. Uh, I'm going to check him out. What about Assassins? Nah. I don't remember it. Like, a lot of these, it's like, man, a lot of these movies I either saw, like, one time, or <laughs> I just remember them, and I just never got around to watching them. Demolition uh, Man? Dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, I can, yeah. What a good double feature. You go Demolition Man and Judge Dredd, the original one. <laughs> Jack, Jackie Brown. That movie. Dragon, the Bruce Lee story. I like that movie too, actually. That's a great movie. The The Specialist. I'm a, I, I, I'm a little bit of a Stallone fan. I don't know if you noticed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, Copland's underrated. People shit on that movie. I, I like that. it. That was up there. I also have one of the Police Academies in here. I got all of those. I love them all. Tropic Thunder. Dude, yes. Okay, that's Robert Downey Jr.'s last good movie. I don't care. Yep. <laughs> now, here's one. I have Bad Boys, and I'm not talking Martin Lawrence and uh, Will Smith. I'm talking about the, the Sean Penn version. Sean Penn Bad Boys, and is I, it, I, obviously is you've seen in like it. a like a, a juvenile jail or something. Yes, I've ne- I've seen bits and pieces. I know what it is though. Yeah, great movie. I've got uh, it. Really, is a good movie. And if you haven't seen it, look. It's an old movie, but if you haven't yeah, seen it, I'll say, before he did Fast Times, because but he still because uh, he has that long hair. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, I need to to watch up. Yeah, Predator, The Ladies' Man. See, I got, I got, I got Soul Plane. I got Soul Plane. I got Spaceballs. I got Crybaby. Oh, dude, that's my sister's favorite movie. <laughs> and from Crybaby, we go to South Central. Wow, what a fucking jump! <laughs> he has Gun- so many good double features that I would show. Beyond yeah. the Law, huh? Yes. Yeah. That's, I, I, I'm story. not gonna lie. A lot of people shit on him. He's like a, a joke now, but I love the Seagulls. Late '80s, early '90s run. Yep. See, I, I never, I, I never got into him when I was a kid. Like when I was a kid, I loved Die Hard and I loved uh, the first like two Lethal Weapons. Yeah. Mm. I uh, love Die Hard, dude. Black Rain. That got horrible at the end, but you ever seen Black Rain? Who's in yeah, that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mike Douglas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mike yeah. Douglas and um, Andy Garcia. 
We we need to do a Michael Douglas night just for the just just to pay homage. The yeah. ass he got on camera is legendary. <laughs> uh, Michael Douglas, I could give two shits about. Let's see, I got Top Gun. Wow, where's the heat, Tom? <laughs> Damn, why don't you give a shit? What's wrong with Michael Douglas, dude? Man, he cancer. <laughs> oh yeah, you you mean the cancer he got from eating pussy, right? Uh, well, look. Yeah. Wow. He probably wasn't bullshitting about that. Let's see. Let's go back to my movies before you go off. I've got, uh, I got Ferris, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, yeah. Barbershop, Barbershop 2, School Ties. I was talking about that. Top Gun, Planes, Trains, Automobiles. Here's one that I might get laughed at for. Hudson oh, Hawk. Okay. Hudson Hawk. Dude. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. People I got into that movie. It. Thank My you. mom loves the movie. Like that and uh, what's the one with Bruce Willis, um, Goldie Hawn, and another chick. Uh, Bruce Willis. Oh, Bruce Willis. They both die and come back from the dead. Death uh, of the Yes, that's it. Yeah, like those two movies. Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep, yeah. You guys hear of her? She, she had a couple of bit parts. Um <laughs> It's like that. That and Hudson Hawk are both those movies. Mom's like, "Oh, you like, you like Bruce Willis, right?" I'm like, "Yes, I do." Oh. Uh, so I was like a big mark for Die Hard. Yeah, and dude, they're they're both great. But yeah, Hudson Hawk's funny as shit, dude. Underrated movie. Oh, um, another sure. one that another one of my favorite movies. Good Morning Vietnam. I, I, I always turn it. Great, yeah. Yep. Robin Williams is just in general, man. I like yeah. that. You know, Jack Hook. Uh, Dude, yeah. yeah. See, those are all movies I don't want to revisit because I don't want to... Like, I'll watch Good Morning Vietnam, but I'm feeling if I watch Jack, I'm just going to get really fucking bummed out. See, I'll even watch Insomnia. I'll watch Photo Booth. Uh, oh, dude, I, just bring it up. It's like uh, how people, uh, when like comedic actors do serious roles, and the first one I always bring up is Robin Williams doing one-hour photo. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, that was very underrated. It didn't do... I don't think it did well at the box office, but I remember thinking yeah. it was an underrated flick. Yeah, one hour yeah, photo. Sorry, I got that wrong. Oh, well, that's okay. No, that's, uh, dude, as long as you we're talking about the same movie, who yeah, cares? Yeah, yeah, we are. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely, yeah. uh, The Replacement Killers. Oh, uh, what's that? What Chow Young that? Fat. Uh, okay, okay. Danny. I thought you were going to say The Replacements, which is also a good one. That's a good football movie. That, that's, that, that's on <laughs> here somewhere. I just uh, got added on Netflix, like, this week or whatever. Like, I just added that on there. That's a good one, man. Yeah, yeah, let's see, what else? See, I got Deuce Bigelow, European Gigolo on here, like I said. Never, he has a little note so his kids never delete it. There you go, Fire Down Below, Steven Seagal. Wow, that's, yeah. And uh, Marge from, uh, Marg, from um, CSI, the original CSI. Yeah. Yeah. I'm almost done. Scrooge. No, 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 this is fun, man. Taking this is good, it. man, I like this. Yeah, you gotta, I, I got Scrooged. Yeah, well, I'm good. Out of sight. Out George of Clooney? sight. It's a George Clooney. Movie. I don't know if I know it. I haven't watched it uh, yet either. Uh, Ray. Good movie, yeah. Misery. That's not a hype. That is a Misery. Good movie. That's one you don't. Oh, that's a creepy one. I, you got to be in the mood to watch that one. Everyone's legs just twitched a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Blade 2, Superbad, Deja Vu, Ghost Rider. Don't know why I have Ghost Rider on there. Frequency, Lake Placid. <laughs> Dude, that's a good movie. That's all, Every time they talk about the 1980 hockey team, mm -hmm. like I think of that movie because it took place at Lake Placid. 
Yeah. Yeah, let's uh, see. Let's... Oh, look, here's a, here's a great triple feature. Oh, God, no way. I forgot the one. Oh, Conair, face off and Rock. Do you want a triple feature of good Nicolas Cage? They're saying it sounds like you guys are behind. In the chat room I'm looking at here. Don't worry, guys. It won't be like that when I download it. I'll use the other download. I don't know what's going on. Mixer obviously is doing some shit, but whatever. Apologize for that, guys. Yeah, but like I said, it will not be. uh, It won't be that way on the um, when I on the download. I have two recordings going. Professional show. They don't. This isn't a shit show. Just thrown together. Yeah. Yeah. Man, uh, real quick, uh, this might be up uh, Tony's alley. Did you uh, see Clue? Oh, God, dude. <clears throat> All right. There are so many movies you guys are saying where if, like, when I... My mom, if it's on, will turn that on as if she hasn't seen it 4,000 times. And Clue is one of those movies. Clue and Hudson Hawk, for sure. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll watch Hudson Hawk anytime. But, uh... <laughs> I haven't seen the Clue. Let's see what I... Uh, if you don't have Animal House on your DVR, you probably shouldn't Man, have shit. a DVD. I got that, was one of the, that was one of the first DVDs we bought. Like, it's like... This is the, the photo memory. I remember, like, we got a DVD player. Yeah. My dad got, like, five DVDs. It was, like, Rudy. Uh, let's see. Rudy, another good one, A Bronx Tale. Um, yes. <clears throat> which is actually, if you have it on DVD, be happy because they put it on DVD once and haven't, like, pressed. It's not, I'm not, like, I'm talking records. They haven't pressed it again. Like, they did, like, an initial run of it, and, like, they just never re-released it again on DVD. So that's why if you see it in stores and you're like, why is this $10, $15? The dude will tell you why. Um, wow. Wait, uh, see. Ru- dude, Rudy, I don't care. I still like that movie. Um, That's not a bad one. Oh, yeah. Well, it's like... You guys have dads? If you have dads, it's a good one. It's up- <laughs> yeah. No, uh, Dude, another un- underrated one, dude. Or overlooked movie, Sleepers. Mm, yeah. That is a good That's one. That's a... Uh, another uncomfortable movie, but a good fucking movie. Yeah. And, uh... Shit. You ever see Blood In, Blood Out? I yes. remember, yeah, I remember that, yeah. Yep. That's a good fucking dude. Another movie that doesn't get nearly enough praise, at least in my opinion. Remember a movie called The Program? I, that, number one that's on here, number two, I fucking love that movie. And I, I have the deleted scene where they were actually laying down in traffic. Oh, nice, nice. No, but I'm, it's well, in this movie. I don't know it. You can only get the deleted scene on YouTube, and it's very grainy. But I mean, they pulled that out of th- that was way before the internet, and they pulled that out of theaters fast because gotta kids, look this movie up. some dumbass kids did it. Oh, lay down in the middle of fucking traffic like they did on the movie. Stop trying to do shit that movies do. And okay, course, yeah, well, then kids don't watch the movie Wrist Cutters, a love story. Ugh. Yeah. Wow. You just went really like, dark now. Well, no, I mean, if we're going to go with kids doing stupid shit, I mean, well, yeah. the fuck, we all, we all like wrestling, so kids do stupid shit. Yeah, yeah, um, program, I fucking love that guy. That's a great movie. James Caan. Nice. Lot Dude, of he's other still, pe- Yeah, great movie. He's, Joey he's Lauren Adams movie. is in that, too. Yeah. Wait, what's, we what was one that we brought up? Ago. Oh, dude, people either, like, have never seen it or like this movie. I like 8mm. I think it's a good movie. Mm. It's a dark Movie. Another uncomfortable movie, yes, Very. but uh, that's a James Gandolfini before he became huge too. Yeah. Uh, who's in that? And Joaquin Phoenix too. Mm-hmm. Man, before he became Johnny Cash. Creepy movie. Oh, uh, for sure. Yeah. Let's see what else. Let me, let me try to lighten it up here. I got Napoleon Dynamite. 
Yeah, All right, so we have a double feature. We're going to go 8mm, then we're going to watch Napoleon Dynamite, yep, so you and don't let's go be cops. I still haven't watched that. I got. I haven't either. It's just on here. I got Van Wilder. Oh, uh, yeah, dude, that's the original, a, I loved it. <laughs> yeah, that's one. Like, if we can come up with a name for the, like, those comedies of the early 2000s, that's, that's for sure in there, dude. I was, like, pissing myself watching that when my cousin yeah. rented it. That's a great yeah. movie, and that was, like... I, I don't know if that was Ryan Reynolds' first movie, but it definitely was the movie that probably brought him, you know, to the to the public eye and got him a like, lot more. He did work. that that uh, two guys who grow on a pizza shop show, hmm. and then like I don't know what he did in between, but then it's like I remember him from that, and then uh, dude, he, that movie Just Friends is great, by the way, or Waiting as well, another good Ryan Reynolds comedy. It was like to me, it was like he did this, and then he was in the the Blade Three Trinity. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He came back jacked as uh, shit. Came back from that movie on. He was jacked as a motherfucker. Well, yeah. I mean, look at the movies they had him doing. So yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. And now he's doing like Deadpool and shit. So yeah. good for him, man. No one cut my head off. I'm. It's. It. I wanted to see it in the movies. It didn't happen. It'll be a movie I'm buying before, without even seeing yeah. it. I know I can watch it for free online or whatever. But I'll. I'm going to buy that movie. Yeah, there are a few movies I do that with, but that's one of them. I haven't seen it either. All right, to get more weird, I've got my big fat Greek wedding. I've never yeah. seen it. There's Saving... a sequel coming out, isn't there? A... There is, yeah, yeah. There is a, a sequel coming out. I've got Saving Silverman, American Sniper, Independence Day, The Transporter, and of course, you got to have the Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> All right, my mom's name is Regina. I call her Big Reg. Dude, that's Big Reg's movie, man. She, she's a Tim Curry mark. So, <laughs> Oh, there you go. But she fucking hates it. Alright. Uh, if y'all want a random-ass movie, I gotta say this. Um, if you're a Silver Silverman fan, it's a movie called uh, I Want Someone to Eat Cheese With. It came out in 2006. I'll get it with uh, Jeff Garland. It's a good movie. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking... I don't care what nobody says. I know it's random as fuck, but I liked it. That, that got me... The, uh, the, like, the movie that... Like, it's a play that he wants to be in. Uh, what's the play? It's um, it's like some classic movie from like the fifties or forties with like Ernest Borgnine, um, and it made me want to. It made me look up that movie, which is also a really good movie. And of course, I don't have it because I'm not looking on my phone while I'm talking. Uh, fuck. Uh, That's James a good Garland, I can look it up for you. Said uh, who's in it? Jeff Garland. Yeah, yeah. For uh, somebody you cheese with, yeah. Yeah. Look it up. By the way, he's killing it on the Goldbergs. It's a really good show. Anyway, you're looking that up. I'll I'll, I'll continue. Oh, please. Blades. Go through your tomb of, of DVR. Blades of Glory. That's a, dude, that's a Dumb funny fucking Dumber, movie. Dumb and Dumber 2. Eh. The Departed. I told you I had that on there. Blended. Brewster's Millions. Naked Gun. White Men Can't Jump. Last Boy Scout. Gotta have Last Boy Scout. Oh, yeah, definitely. Strangeland. Oh, is that the D. Snyder movie? Yes, it is. I like that Dude, movie. He he should get a pat on the back for that because he like I think like wrote and directed that. Besides he like being in it, wrote, directed, a, starred in that's it. That's a that's a we can talk a little unsettling, uh, for sure. That's a good one, man. Yeah, it's a great movie. Speaking of unsettling, I have Silence of the Lambs. Oh, <laughs> just ne- <laughs> never. Forget, Anthony Hopkins in that movie for like less than a half an hour. Uh, and but his kills. Like, uh, yeah. But it's like, you know, like one of the most memorable, like, movie, uh, you want to say villains or whatever. Yeah. You can say the back. I'm sorry. I'll Go start ahead. getting to some uh, of the weird stuff here. I have the pickup artist. 
no, I didn't. Kindergarten Cop is not a Duma. I Dude, love. There's a I second love. one now. Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. (laughs) I haven't watched it yet, but I know some of it was recorded in Boca Raton, Florida, so I I got it. I have Foxcatcher. I have not watched it yet. That's a good movie. Is it? Um, Actually, it's like, uh, I remember it was like my dad talking about how, like, Steve Carell, like, they really made him look like John DuPont. So I look it up. Yeah, he looks like him, but actually after watching the movie, uh... Like just this month or whatever, Netflix did a uh, like an, an original documentary on it. Hmm. Uh, Mark Ruffalo looks exactly like Dave Schultz. It is unreal. Like, wow. that's a horrible story, man. It's yeah. I do want to check I, it out though, and I it, it's on here. I just haven't. Um, like, the creep thing, dude. Do what? This is just a creepy little side note. Well, it's a uh, sad side note. Uh, like a week or two before everything that went down, because I don't want to. Any spoilers? Right. Uh, Kurt Angle was going. It was like two weeks after everything happened. He was reporting for Foxcatcher because that's where they were training for the '96 uh, Olympics. He brings that up in a shoot because, like, the Schultz brothers were like, you know, well, especially Dave Schultz was like one of the best wrestlers, definitely one of the best in the country, even though he was a little older. But uh, yeah, he was uh, going to train Angle, or you know, was in little bits, but he was supposed to go to uh, Foxcatcher to train for the '96 Olympics. Wow. Yeah, he brought that up in some shoot. I'd seen, like, a clip of the shoot, and that was what he brought. Like, it, obviously, it said what it was about. Uh, but, yeah, man, like, that's crazy. Damn. Damn. So, Blank Man's a great movie. Blank Man? I love that movie, dude. That one, I'll, I own that on DVD. I'll put that on whenever it's on, too. It's actually on cable right now. Why am I talking to you guys? I don't know. God. Dude, David Allen Greer is great in that movie. Yeah, I like I like him. He's in, he's he's good in Boomerang too with Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence. <laughs> yeah, let's see uh, the Untouchables. Yeah, uh, that's a good one, man. God, I yeah. have the Untouchables, yeah. Miss Doubtfire, Million yeah. Ways to Die in the West, Total Recall, the original one. Oh, uh, okay. I've I've yet to see the uh, the remake, but I like the original. You no. brought up Mrs. Doubtfire. I just want to say, fuck this to please, please. The, let the man rest in peace. Do not remake that movie because I know the rumor was like right around the time that he passed away, they were actually working on a, a Mrs. Doubtfire two. Please don't go forward with it because please no. Yeah, I agree. I didn't even know, but I agree. I um, also, if if you get the chance, look up uh, just it's for YouTube. Uh, Mrs. Doubtfire thriller. Like they just take everything from the movie and turn it into. Uh, a thriller like Robin Williams is some, you know, psychotic dad who is doing anything to get to his kids, perhaps even, you know, become a woman. It's real. It's like three minutes, but it's re- it changes your outlook on that movie. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Another underrated movie, at least in my opinion, stay tuned. John Ritter, Pam Dauber. I love that fucking movie. Man, that's a real I'm... old one there. Shit, what was this one movie? Um, It's an Oliver Stone movie. I don't know if it, it... I think it's called Talk Radio? That's what it's about, but... Yes, it is. Uh, that's a good fucking movie. I didn't see that until within the last couple of years. Yeah, Talk Radio is a, a good one. Yeah. Matter of fact, it's, um, it's another movie, since you brought that one up, remember a movie called uh, Broadcast News? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was another good one. Yeah, man. Uh-huh. I think that, like, if you... You know, there's, like, suggested films, like, sometimes on Wikipedia, like, films in the similar vein. I think that actually comes up with Talk Radio. 
or vice versa. Yeah. Um, yeah, both good movies. Yeah, another random movie that's funny as hell because I want to get us on a little lighter lighter note. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> the Jerky Boys. I have that on VHS. I have to find a DVD version of this somewhere. Oh, man, I don't have that one. That is Dude, fucking when hilarious. I, whenever no. someone plays them, yes, I have friends who still will occasionally play them when we want to go, fuck, I haven't listened to this in forever. It's still <laughs> fucking great, man. Yeah. It's there's such good phone calls. <laughs> Hello, yes, I'm calling about the lawn chairs and perhaps your weed whacker. I'm selling a weed whacker. It's like a James Bond tool. It whacks your weeds, gets rid of them. Now open your fucking ears, jerk off. <laughs> <laughs> and another movie, I'm sure Boxman can appreciate the jerk. Oh, dude. Oh, wow. Yeah. See that, like, I tell, I'm like, if they who haven't seen them, like, just go watch it. And that comes through. It's Carl Reiner, uh, Steve Martin, obviously, but Carl Reiner is a mm. fucking comedic genius. Steve Martin um, is great, man. He um, really is. He's, he's. I mean, people have said it before, but you know, he really is a fucking. He was amazing back then, man. Yeah. Like, I'm not even going to go for the obvious line. I'll just go with, "Oh, this is the best pizza in a cup you can get." He ran the old pizza in the cup guy right, right out of town. People come from all over this pizza in a cup. It's great. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> there's so there's so many random lines, but I mean, obviously, besides the obvious, I was born a poor black child. Um, yeah. <laughs> Damn, I, just, I just like Steve Martin in general, man. I uh, like yeah, dude, I know. Like, uh, for it, I know I won't be able to afford it, but him and Martin Short are doing like two two shows at a, one of the theaters in Philly in like October. I'd kill to go to it because Martin doesn't do live shows like ever. Wow, I don't think Martin Short does really either. Two but, three uh, amigos, huh? Well, the only ones that matter. Yeah, well, uh, Chevy Chase I'm going to check that out. Career being a dickhead. Dude, don't get me wrong. I I like Vacation. I like, I well, well a few, you know, a few of them, not European Vacation. But, uh... Oh, yeah, yeah, no, that was good. Uh, Fletch is funny as shit. I don't care. And both fucking, of them. Dude, one of the best companies ever, Caddyshack. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, fucking yeah. And both Fletches are good, and... Oh, both yeah, yeah. Caddy, both Caddyshacks have their... Charm, I guess. Yeah. It just like they tried to do the same characters with different names and recast them with different actors. Right. But I, I mean, like, I, of course, I watched it to see what it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like it blows your mind. Like, Caddyshack was Rodney Dangerfield's first movie. Like, he had never done movies before that. Like, really? Yeah. Because there was there's like some thing on like uh, the Bio Channel, and that's before it became well around here Vice Land. That was before uh, Easy Money and Back to School. Yeah, man. This, yeah, like, uh, Caddyshack came out, like, 82, 83, and, like, uh, Back to School, I know, is 86. 86, yeah. He's a little bit after that, dude. When my cousin said, it was like, I've never seen Back to School. He's like, no, just watch it. It's good. I'm like, all right. It's fucking, oh, my. Yeah, besides uh, besides television stuff, yeah. Caddyshack, oh, yeah, like, first movie, and then Easy Money, great movie. Yeah, that's an underrated. That Not was like Joe Pesci before he was really back big either. School, back yeah. to school was great. Ladybugs, holy crap, that was a. That's, that's I love a, that fucking movie. Yeah, rest dude. in peace. It's a shame he uh offed himself. Uh, Jonathan Brandis. Oh yeah, God! Now we're back to Bumble. No, as a matter of you, uh, remember a movie called um Tony might remember this. This is obscure as fuck. Remember a movie called Sidekicks? No, I remember Sidekicks. Yeah, Bo Bridges in it, and uh, Jonathan Brandis, and Chuck Norris was actually in it. 
Yeah, he had, had the little kid from um, the little kid from the Last Dragon. You got to push them. Was in that? Um, no, I never. I never. Wait, no, I don't think I've seen Sidekicks. I have. Long, well, long okay. time ago, when I was a kid, that movie. I think that dude, that that's an eighties movie, bro. I think that's no, that's early nineties. You have so many, dude. Joking, all joking aside, you you have grown up for for many a good film, sir, and TV shows. But oh yeah, ninety two. You're right. Yeah, ninety two. And uh, another one. Uh, you guys know Billy Blanks, right? Yeah. Remember a movie he did? It came out maybe around the same time, ninety two, ninety three, called Showdown. No. No, that's a great fucking movie. No, he was, he was like a. It, it, was, it was almost like a. He was like a black Mister Miyagi, and he taught this kid that was getting his ass whooped in, at school. He's like a black Mister Miyagi. Like he was trying. Like kid, you gotta learn how to stand up for yourself. And like, cause he liked this girl. Like, but her boyfriend was like the like the uh, high school jock, you know, football player. Oh, dude, he's what? definitely still wearing gold rope because it's ninety two. <laughs> <laughs> did he, did so I'm just imagining that? what's going on in this movie. Did he teach him Taibo? Because that's basically the vibe. They were basically going for like a Karate Kid type of vibe. Ugh. It's like, oh, dude, one movie that it gets. It's like it's a well, it's a huge cult one, but it gets its credit now. I fucking love UHF. Oh man, you're you're going weird out territory now. Oh, dude, okay. I'm the biggest uh, biggest mark in the world. Really? Like first first CD record like shit I got all that and I've still never got to see him live. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been Dude. I mean, that's May, like, you never know. And the, well yeah, but the only reason like it's like if you if you look, if, I love this shit on Wikipedia or IMDb. It's like the reason UHF did so poorly, it was also released the same summer as uh Batman. You're like, Oh, I see. <laughs> so <laughs> That was all like oh okay hard one to go against but yeah that was the um that was the first one the Michael Keaton Batman yeah yeah shit if we go if we going down this road of random ass movies what about Three Ninjas oh dude great if you oh dude you can go back to Rob Schneider and we can talk about Surf Ninjas oh shit oh. I got that on DVD man look I Leslie Nielsen's the villain and the kid beats him with his game gear yes yeah Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> Dude, actually, you know a good one of Leslie Nielsen when it's not well, it is comedy a little bit, but uh, Creepshow, the first one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, that was a that I felt weird watching. I'm like, why isn't he funny? This isn't funny at all. That's Dude, that's that a good one. And the second one's okay, but it's like you got Stephen King writing and George Romero directing. You're, odds are it's going to be uh pretty all right. Yeah, but come on, he he was in Devil in a Blue Dress. That was a funny ass movie. Oh yeah, I mean. Dude, I, I love all the goofy-ass ones he did in the 90s besides Naked Gun. Wrongfully accused is fucking hilarious. I love the Naked Guns. Oh, God, yeah. No, I, dude, I say it all the time. Yeah. If, uh, you know, that whole, uh, that whole incident with, uh, O.J. Simpson, I, there definitely would have been a fourth Naked Gun. Yeah, I have two of them on my DVR here. I've mentioned already. I have them all, man. It was just, I loved it. Naked Gun, Naked Gun 2.5, Naked Gun 33 and a third. Yep. Yeah. I Don't get the, the subtitles. The first one and the third one is what I got on here. Yep. Oh but, my god. The third, the final insult. <laughs> yep. Naked Gun two and a half. The smell of fear. 
Those are fucking great, man. All those were good movies, man. I was I was the only kid, like, I mean, I was the that demographic that liked Leslie Nielsen being at SummerSlam trying to find out who the real under, where the real Undertaker is. Yeah. And uh, payoff was shit, but I'm like, I'm with you, Tony. Oh, God. I enjoyed it, because I was, a, I'm a Leslie Nielsen mark. Oh, dude, I, I was like, I... I loved that 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 match that there was a fake Undertaker. Like, not to go into wrestling, but I was like, I'm also six. It's like, there's two of them? This is not... No, but he looks just like him. Oh, my God. Yeah. Blew my mind. Well, and, the, and the, I guess, you know, not like not to delve too much into wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the, the one thing I did like uh, was uh, that random... You saw Spy Hard, right? I did. Yeah. That random ass Hulk Hogan appearance fucking cracks me up. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. It was he, so random, but it was so awesome. He's in it for like ten seconds, and he tags in um Doctor. <laughs> he tags in some old Joyce Brothers, Doctor yeah. Joyce Brothers. Yes, that might what? be Hulk what Hogan's greatest great, greatest performance on film. <laughs> I can't believe you've never seen Spy Hard because the beginning of that movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, Yankees. okay. Oh, I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, I, I didn't know if I heard it. What? Right, I'm like. I'm like, this all sounds like something. Like, yeah, yeah. So the beginning of that movie is Weird Al Yankovic singing the songs by Hard. Dude, that's in uh, I forget which Naked Gun it is. Leslie Nielsen's getting off the plane. He thinks the crowd's for him. It's for Weird Al getting off the plane. That's the first one. First one. Yeah. <laughs> that's the first one. No, Frank. Uh, Weird Al Yankovic's on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I love it. <laughs> she was Dude, so love- hot in that movie. Priscilla Presley. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did the third one had uh, you know Anna Nicole Smith when she was just becoming huge? <laughs> I think she was already huge. She got bigger. Well, mm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> that was when she looked really good, though. Yeah. Yeah. What a time. Yeah. What a. Yeah. Si- <laughs> that took a, a that, that 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 life took a hard right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Shit, what's that one? Uh, oh, dude, wait. Either of you like Tremors? Uh, yeah, you tremors. brought this up. Told me there was like five. I did not know there were five tremors. Maybe. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. First, dude, first one alone, just because I mean, you know, people watch because Kevin Bacon's in it. It's a good movie. Yeah. And he's in the second one too, isn't he? Oh, uh, I, he's not. But it's like I think there's clips or something. It was oh. like he thought that was the movie that was either going to make or break him again because he felt like he was falling off in like the the Hollywood eye. Uh, I don't know. I guess I guess Kevin Bacon did a shit ton of movies between. 80 and 89. He's oh, great yeah. in Animal House, too. Animal House, Footloose. Yes. When he gets flattened. Yeah. Thank you, sir. May I have another? That's where that comes yeah. from, man. That's him. And the funny, th- the funny thing about Animal House is that's another movie. You know, John Belushi was only in it for, like, Bella Bell, maybe about 20 minutes, 15. Yeah. But yeah. you remember him. It's the same thing with, uh, uh, with Bill Murray and Caddyshack. They said he was on set, like, two days. Yeah. And, That's it, and, and it's and, like one of the most like comedic car- like of his career for sure. But oh my that god, whole, that whole part where he's you know talking about the golf thing and hitting the flowers, completely improvised. Not one that wasn't even in the script. He just started I, doing it, and they recorded it and put it in the movie. That's um. You ever watch Dirty Work? Yes, an underrated one. Chevy. That's Chase. what I. Th- Chevy Chase uh, being a dick. Yeah, Chevy Chase. Dude, that's what I said with, like, the whole, like, ad-lib was, like, when uh, Norm MacDonald and Artie Lang are working at a movie theater and Don Rickles is the manager just tearing into people. Yeah. I, gar- I guarantee you all of his lines were completely ad-lib. 
Like oh, I, sure. I'd love to find a shirt, but he. Why don't you go on a horse and go live somewhere and never bother anyone ever again? Yeah. Oh, okay. Don Rickles is one of the best, man. One of the yeah. fucking best. Oh, shit. We're coming up on over two and a half hours. What do you think, Anthony? It's up to you. It's about the rain here in Philly. I'm chilling. I know, dude. I'm, lo- I'm looking around, man. It's going to, like, it looks like hell's going to fucking open in the yeah. sky. We had rain this morning, and I'm actually getting hungry. I got to eat. Yeah, same here. So, we'll continue my DVR list another time. All right. <laughs> Fellas, thanks for having me. No, no problem. problem. It was I fun having you. Like, one more movie, though. All in. One of the regulars on this little shindig. Huh? No, I was talking to Tony. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do have Poison Ivy 2, The New Seduction, only because Jamie Presley is a nude. Oh, yeah. the original was the fucking shit. I Jamie Presley it. is, like, my favorite woman in the world. Dude, she doesn't age. She doesn't have to. <laughs> uh, another movie, I guess real quick, uh, The Crush. You need to see that. Alicia oh, yeah. Silverstone? Mm. No, I didn't see it. That's a good one, The Crush, and um, what was another good? Fear. I was going to say Fear. Oh, my God. Mark I didn't Wahlberg. want to bring up another movie, but yeah. Yep, Mark Wahlberg. Good one. Alyssa Milano. Yeah. Oh, All right. shit, Wild Things. Another good one. Man, we're going to start. Friends. We're going to go on to a whole new thing here, so... Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Alright, All right, fellas. Thanks for having me. No, no problem, problem, Tony. Thanks for the call, man. Alright, and I guess we can... Uh... Anthony, yeah, we've, we've been on for a while now. I'm fucking starving. I gotta go fucking eat. Yeah, me too. I gotta feed the gremlin, as it were. There you go. I probably should uh, go hang out with my kids and my fiancé, too. So, we will go ahead and start the plugs. Now, remember, I am not as good at this as Shaheen, so bear with me, please. All right, give me one sec here. What's going on here? Why won't this play? Oh, what the fuck has happened to Mixler? There we go. All right, anyway, we are going to... You can find us on every Wednesday night... 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time right here on Mixler.com slash THT Podcast. Find us on iTunes. Find us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash group slash THT Podcast. Uh, it's a radio. Tune in radio. Uh, tune in radio. PW Pop. Wherever you can find podcasts, we should be there. Like I said, if we're not, let us know. We'll get on there for you. Uh, also listen to Shaheen and Anthony Friday nights. They're usually on right around 9.30, right? right? Yep, 9.30. Yeah, right around 9.30. We're going to continue. Me and Anthony will continue doing this whenever we can. Finally, I got my internet back, so that's yeah. a good thing. We can do this again. And uh, I think that's it. Got it. Uh, That's it, man. We will see all you guys next time we do this. We'll be talking movies again. Later. All right. Thanks, Anthony. Later.